Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend Music from samtownsendmusic.bj. BJ, and yes. I'm, I, I'm convinced I know this one. BJ, that, that already this has taken a, a loom An unsavoury turn. Yes, it certainly has. Sorry about that. Um, BJ. BJ. Mm. BJ. See, I think this is a reasonably challenging one. Give me a... How challenging is it on a scale of 1 to 10? For you, 10. Oh. And it is, in fact, Benin. Oh, please. If we're going to play this game, can you at least give me some chance... So, and actually, this is a landmark week for samtanzamusic.net. Go on. We ha- I now have 32 websites. Really? And I, this week, we've had our 10 millionth hit. Oh, wow. That's brilliant. Well, you say we. This is just your websites. Me and the team. Who's on the team? Several Affiliates. other people. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Who shall remain nameless. Remain so you wouldn't care to name them, but no, you won't. No. You haven't had to put them on furlough, then? I don't need to, I've got 10 million hits. So that's true, yeah. Making money hand over fist. Yeah. A penny a hit, you're a rich man. I'm extremely wealthy. Hmm. It's a pound a hit as well for, for some of them. Wow. All of them. Really? Wow. Yes. wow. <laughs> yeah, we charge Even high the- and we hit high. So it's great. Yeah, I flew in on my private jet this evening. Where's Benin? It's uh, in Africa. Nah, okay, I'm sure it is. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. Let's get serious right this very minute. Yes. This is an episode where we have a real no fooling sponsor. Oh, a real sponsor. The wonderful Tom Pope mm, was Tommy kind Pope. enough. TP, him of the, uh, well, the fabled drumstick catcher. Yes, of course. He's been with us for a long time. And he was kind enough to send us. He, he's from Australia. And he, he was is. kind enough to send us a box of 12 bottles of Cooper's Original Pale Ale. Mm. The Cooper's Brewery is, I believe, and um, correct me if I'm wrong here. I shall, if you are wrong. The largest independent brewery remaining in Australia. I won't, connect, I won't correct you. You won't correct me. And where's the box? Because It's out there on the top of the bin. Right, let me just double check Yeah, this. I'll fill. Yeah, the for- Red Hot Chili Peppers formed in 1985. Three. Where's the box? <laughs> Two. Three. Three. Where's the, where's the box? 1983. Since then, they've become very popular with people like myself. Where's the box? Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was on the bin. Hang on. Anna, where's the Cooper's Pale Ale box? Next to the bin. Next to the bin. Right. It's next to the bin. Right. It is. He's found it. Okay. Now, just in case we have to edit that nonsense out, I think we will. Um, I can. Okay, here, here comes an edit point. I can now honestly say that Cooper's Pale Ale, with its famous cloudy sediment and fruity and floral characters, balanced with crisp bitterness. Did you just say floral? Floral. Right. Cooper's Pale Ale has a compelling flavour which is perfect for every occasion, including Great. podcasting, in that case. Fantastic. How strong is it? Um, it is four point. Now you're asking. I see it. How hold it up? I saw it then. Right. You hold the box. It is four point five. So it's it's sessionable. Okay. Now the uh, the real information uh, that we need to know about Cooper's was on Twitter because Tom told me. Yes. I'm, so. I'm looking at the box now. It looks 
like a glorious, glorious bottle of uh, pale. Oh, it's a lovely. It looks independent as well. It's really I think nice. It is independent. Now we're gonna have to roll the bottle. Yes. Ah, I'll do now, that now, according to Tom, it's the largest independently Australian-owned still around. Give the bottles a gentle roll on the table. Doing that now, gently. Okay, I'm ready for the opener. Where's Hang the on. opener? They have a bit of sediment on the bottom that is uh, that is tradition to mix into the beer. Okay, I've right. done it. There's the opener. Right, you're, I'm going to open yours it. Here we go. I roll mine. And I'm going to try and make my roll audible. Right, I didn't give you permission to roll it directly on the table. Well, I had to make some noise. Fair play. Chuck me over the opener. Right, I've opened mine. It's open. I'm opening mine. I'm smelling mine. It's open. Okay, it smells promising. I'm smelling mine. Smell it. He smells it. Now that does smell nice. Shall I go first? Please do. Okay, I'm p- applying the bottle to the lips. I'm going for it. Get on. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. Fruity. Floral. First. Floral. Very nice. I would say that is perfect for I'd every drink, occasion. I'd, I'd drink that all night. That really is nice. Mmm, a little bit of an aftertaste as well. That will be the um, the crisp after notes. Mouthfeel. Liquidy. Do you concur? Yeah, it's definitely liquid. It's a liquid. Yeah. Okay. That's really nice. Lovely. Thank so you. We will drink these. How many is there? Twelve. Twelve. So six each. And Ooh, uh, really. that's great news. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank Pope, you, for Tom. Sending them over. We are sending you many, Trans- many thanks from the Isle of of where we live. Where we live. <laughs> we know where we live. We surely. do, don't we? Yes, it's we uh, it's England. England, but it's not an island. No. The 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 uh, UK. The United Kingdom. Yeah. And even well, as it was once yeah. known. <laughs> well, where Hyde? Yeah. The, the island of Hyde. Lovely. Very, Lovely. very tasty. Anyway, back to business. Although back that, of course, was business. Back to business. This that was another. Well, that was true business because we're drinking free beer here, and that, for that we have to thank Tom Pope. Now we go back to last uh, episode where we talked about potential dinner guests for the oh, barbecue. Yes, it's so long ago. It certainly was. I am going to have to insist now that if you burp, you do not do that. Right. I spent fifty percent of my editing time on the last couple of episodes editing out your burps. Oh Christ! Sorry. Yeah. Right. So dinner guests. We went through ours. Who we knows did. what they were? Yes. I mean, I certainly don't. But we did have some people write in. Lovely. One of the people that wrote in was a a newcomer. A newcomer. By but we'll get to that because there's also a secondary question there. Oh, okay. One of them was an old comer. Yes. Someone very dear to my heart. The house ambassador. Oh, your wife. My wife, indeed. Okay. She would invite RHCP OBS. Yeah, fine. That's young person speak for obviously. Yes. She would invite Gregory Porter. Fine. She's a big Gregory Porter fan. He can come. She would invite Post Malone, that tattooed rapper. Mm, No. Well, he has played with the Chilies. He has, but it's it's the face tattoos that disturb me. He's got one that says always tired. It is here as well, isn't it? Uh, Well, yes. I wouldn't... uh, Post... I'm afraid he can come. We'll let him. Yeah, we'll let him come. We've got to. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's actually going to be an issue. That's true. Billie Eilish. She loves a bit of Billie Eilish. Fine. And um, I'm Alan Partridge. The cast of I'm Alan Partridge or the cast of Faulty Towers, she couldn't choose. Which one would you go for then? I'm I Alan think Partridge. it's got to be I'm Alan Partridge at this oh, point, isn't it? Without a doubt. 
She says, from myself, thank you, Podders, for your input. Ben and Sam are always overjoyed hearing from you. You have kept them going through good times and bad. I send you all hugs. The right. house ambassador. Okay. So that's Vanessa's choices. Very wise, my dear. Very wise. Here we go with Amace's local man, Amace. A local man. The Highland ambassador. Yes, indeed. He would invite RHCP, all Fine. past and present members. So that, already that's a big crowd. It is. I, I said to him, I'd love to talk to Navarra about the One Hot Minute era. I have done. Hmm, what a chat that was. He'd like to invite Mickey... Mickey Blue Eyes? Nope. Mickey Melchiondo. Fine. From Dean Ween. Fine. Um, Dean, are you a Dean Ween fan? I love Dean Ween, and mm. I particularly like the work of Mickey Melchiondo. So do I. I also like the work of Gene uh, Ween. So they're from the band Ween. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dean Ween? From Ween. <laughs> now, I do know, because you know I love... You love Ween. Ween. Um, <laughs> is that... Dean Ween is one of them. That's Mickey. Um, there's another fellow who goes by the name of Gene Ween. <laughs> that was um, Aaron Freeman is um, Gene Ween. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I've never made this noise before. No. <laughs> um, of course, as we know, as we both know, they're a US alternative rock band formed in Pennsylvania in 1984. Oh, I thought Ween was Spanish for wine. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's... What's Spanish for wine? It's only not ween. No. That's um, ween. Spanish is just... That's how name. Davina McCall would say mm, wine. Yeah, sure. Like she says chew. Sure, sure. Um, anyway, they're childhood friends, Aaron Freeman and Mickey Melchiondo. And I was thinking to myself, what's because this came up and I thought, oh, great, a bit of ween. What's my favourite ween album? Mm. And I've narrowed it down to, it's between yes. Chocolate and Cheese from 1994... No, so they are of the era. Well, they're, they, they're pre that era and also post that era. So is it chocolate and cheese or is it pure guava from 1992? Ooh. What would you go for? I'd go for pure guava. I've settled on chocolate and cheese. So again, on this podcast, we cover a range of topics. We and we, do. We, know all, we know about all of them. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> now, Mike Watt, he would have, who is uh, the bassist from the Minutemen and Firehose. Who we've heard Anthony yeah, make that course. noise before. Yes, yes. Huey Lewis oh, now. of the news. Yes. yes and the Back to the Future, and certainly one of the Back to the Future films. Mm. And he would go for the cast of the day to day. Which is oh, brilliant. Which yeah. again, so we'll have Stu, Steve Coogan here twice. Fine. And the genius of uh, Armando Iannucci and Chris Morris. Yeah, it'll be lovely to have Chris Morris here. That would be super. He is a uh, four lions. If anyone hasn't but if you were attacked by three men at the barbecue, would you beat them off? Yes. You would beat them off? Yes. So what you're saying is, you would beat three men off if they attacked you at the barbecue? Yes, I'd, I'd, I'd beat them off thoroughly. Fine. Um, and also, if you enjoyed that little bit of comedy, pop onto YouTube where you can see the actor Dan Stevens on Good Morning. Yes, falling for the same kind of thing. Well, he didn't fall for it. Um, no, he was lying. That woman said yes, it. Yes, uh, she said... Man. Did you have oh, did you have to beat many American men off to get this role? Well, you had to, presumably you had to beat off a lot of American men. <laughs> Brilliant. It's very funny. Please go to YouTube. That'll keep you going for a bit. Right. And, and uh, who else have we got? We have Nicola Eastaway Anderson, yes. a British, no, an American an Amer- from British parents. Yes. Currently in Baltimore, Maryland, mm. who, which I've learned is famous for beer and crabs. So, Certainly boom. Is. 
What a time. I'll have a swig of uh, mm. Cooper's Pale Ale Cheers. to celebrate that. My Cooper's keeps getting caught on this wire. It's really annoying me. Can I suggest you move the wire or don't put your Coopers there? Sure. I'll move my Coopers. Um, Nicola says, RHCP ofs. Again, that's a young person to speak for, obviously. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're so so current, aren't we, with our... Oh, we are our, so current. Our lingo. Mega current. Mega young. Oh, God, yeah. So hairy on the head. Yes. <laughs> Should go for Franz Ferdinand. For, for Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. Now, she said the early 90s, uh, early uh, noughties band, not the political figure. Yes. So I can't speak to his music ability. But I do love, and I will have to mention here, another comedy line from Blackadder Goes Forth, mm. <laughs> where Baldrick says, I heard the war was started when a man called Archie Duke shot an ostrich. And Blackadder, of course, says, I think you mean that the Archduke of Austro-Hungary got shot. Yes. Thank you very much, Ro, uh, Rowan Atkinson and Ben Elton and uh, and Curtis and the others, Richard Curtis, the others. Um, De- Bowie, shout out Bowie. Yes, fair play, um, fair I, play. I learned a lot about Bowie through Gordy. Yes, you did. I wasn't really into him before, but you are now. I am now. So that's good for you. Yeah, that he's so. coming. Taylor Swift, fine. She can talk to um, Billie Eilish. She loves her. Yeah, she can talk to Eilish and Post Malone. Yeah, the young crowd in the oh, corner. Oh, who's Paul Gregory and talk to? Presumably my wife. Yeah. And the cast of The Peep Show, brilliant. So, yeah, David great. Mitchell. Oh, David, I would love to meet David Mitchell. Mitchell. I, just find, I just think David Mitchell is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man. So I'm looking forward to meeting him. She says, hope you realise barbecue was fabulous and Sinead didn't end up gate crashing. It was, and she did. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I said we forced her to sing Nothing Compares to You and then told her to bog off. Yeah, told her to get out. Okay, so here is another quick question from Nicola. It is, interested to hear what uh, more about the songs that you guys rank high on your list for sentimental reasons rather than being objectively good. Mm. For example, Animal Bar will always be a favourite of mine due to particular memories it brings back rather than anything the song itself is doing. Sure. And then she also put, keep on being fabulous. So, hey, we'll do our best. We certainly will. And I think so, in order to achieve my... Required levels of fabulousness. You'll have, have a nice another, mouthful of another Coopers. Another sip of Coopers. I will join you. Mm. Great radio. If only it was radio, we'd get paid for it. Sure. Um, unless it was hospital radio. Uh, so, it's what quite... songs touch you in the heart from the chili? It's not necessarily the best ones, oh, but um, I've got goodness. a couple I can talk yeah, about. Yeah, you, you go, because I, I wasn't aware of this question. No, I've sprung it on you. You have? I like the ones that... Um, I probably just agree with whatever you say. I like the ones that bring it back to... Well, this is fairly, fairly vague. Ti- times and places. Fine. And times that we spent together. Like, for example, Suck My Kisses is a good song. It wouldn't be anywhere near the top of my Chili's charts. No. But we played it at our wedding together, so it means a lot we to did. me there. Yes. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly, do you remember? Do you remember doing it? I've seen videos. Yeah, so it must have been you. It was, yeah, unless it was a deep fake. Seems that it was me. You and your just in your waistcoat, as the Americans would call it, a vest. No, it's not a vest. It was a waistcoat. But Americans call waistcoats vests. Do they? What yeah. do they call vests? Waistcoats. <laughs> um, <laughs> Silly. What else? When we went the first time, I heard Blood Sugar on that kind of car drive down to Sip Cellar in Spain. I remember hearing I could lie for the first time and thinking. That is a genuinely yes, a great yes. song. But that is just a great song. But also, it means a lot to you, so yeah, it does yeah. qualify, I suppose. That, that's the first time I listened to One Hot Minute as well. You put them on quite heavy rotation. I mean, one a song for me that I actually do also believe is a good song, but is lesser appreciated, I think, by some fans, is Falling Into Grace. Mm. 
uh, which I I like as a song, but also again at the same whole day. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. When so. we only had one hot minute. Um, yeah, I like it, it, you know that holiday was fantastic. It was one of the last ones we took as a family. It was one hot minute was on deep rotation because it was the only chili CD we had with us. I think I also like songs that we've seen live. And Walkabout falls me. into that category. Yeah, all of one hot minute. If we're judging, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there are great songs on one hot minute, and yes. uh, it, I, in fact, I would go as far as to say, despite what I said on episode. Um, one and two, I love One Hot Minute. Yeah, no, but I think it, if we're outlining a time in our life, that holiday, you know, which sticks, lives long in the memory, all of One Hot Minute, even the songs which are considered to be, you know, somewhat lesser, do do mean a lot to me because of that time. I will talk about, it again, this is a great song, but I have very, very fond memories of standing with one of our friends um, at the Reading Festival, listening to Sir Psycho Sexy, when they played that, that was awesome. Um, yes. When myself and when we went up to Wembley, excuse me, um, with the house, the house ambassador came up and they played "I Could Have Lied." They played "My Lovely Man." Mm. These mm. songs that I, I mean, "My Lovely Man" is one that always resonates with me because of you. Well, of course, and it resonates with me because of you. It resonates more for me. No, I would say that it actually resonates more for me because I have written on my arm mm. and taken a photo of the line just in case you never knew, mm. dot, 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 and, and uh, WhatsApped it to you. Have you ever done that for me? No, but I don't so, do that kind of thing, and you do. Oh, you're saying I'm a soppy old man? Yes. Fine, I am. Um, well, so, yeah, so there we go. Yeah, that's a couple. Yeah, that's there's, a there's a couple. There's some more might spring to mind. Some more might. Well, like, here's one that does spring to mind. Here we go. I told you, it might do. And, and what, a great, what a great segue that was. It springs into mind. Mm. It's when we bashed to the front at uh, the Docklands during university speaking when yes. it came on and boom, we're in. We're in crowd. We're world well, famous. We were asked to name songs. I know we have done because of sentimental reasons, but all of the songs we've named are good songs. I suppose they're all good songs, aren't they? Um, okay, fine. I think I've done best with Falling Into Grace. That, you have, because that is a rubbish song. Yes. Uh, okay, let me think of a bad shitty song. Like, <laughs> that you can I'll pretend to like. Yeah. Uh, ooh, hang ooh, on a second. Okay, yeah. I'll give you a bit of time. Okay, fine. I'll do, I'll do a pause point so I, so I know where to edit this. He's got one. I've got one. I've remembered one. <laughs> yes. A, a, a chilly song that what I'm not particularly fond of. No, that you are fond of, but no. it's not particularly good. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yes, I got mixed up there. He did. I'm going to go for Tell Me Baby. Right, why? Memories. Yeah. Just give memories. Yeah, oh, the memories. Of being with you. The memories. So um, hopefully, if anybody else wants their questions answered in that ridiculous way, mm. please send them in. Thank you, uh, Nicola Eastway Anderson. Thank you, Nicola Eastway Anderson. For sending that in. You are now officially on our radar as a fan, so that's good, I suppose. Well, it can't be bad. No, well. So. <laughs> no, it can't. We also chucked out, what we're going to talk about today is, well, we're getting to the big boys, aren't we? Oh, my word. We are getting to one of the big boys. It's, I'm scared. It, oh, I'm not. I'm, I can't, I'm, Nor I'm am I. have nothing negative to say. Oh, no, you can't say that. Don't say that. No, I've, 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 I know what I wrote in my notes. I know, but you've already given away too much. Okay, well, I'll take it back. Do you have... Is there the possibility that you might say something negative? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Even now. We are doing the first five songs of an album that slips between number one and number two on my Chili's Albums charts. Yes. Um, it's a very special album for so many reasons. It is. Both sentimental and quality-wise. 
Yes, exactly. It's the memories and the quality. Mm. It's by the way. They melt. It's by the way. And by the way, this is going to be quite something. Mm. See what I did there? Yeah. Great. Waiting. Do you want to do one? Um, uh, oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. I tried to say. Oh, God. What? I'd be there. <laughs> really? Waiting for. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, lovely stuff. Yeah. For, um, stuck it out on Reddit. We're going to talk about it. And just want to give a shout out to a few people. Yes. Absolutely uh, lovely responses. Some really thoughtful, analytical As always, responses. you know, we, we, we always say it, don't we? We're constantly staggered by the quality of responses that we get. Shout out to Hell Yeah Tiny Rick. Mm. Shout out to I Don't Check My Mail. Shout out to WrestlePig. Booyah, WP. WrestlePig. Diddy Wop, thank you for responding. Sir Psycho Yeah. I Hang on, so it's a there. psycho, yeah. It's got an extra H on the end of it, you see? Oh, really? Okay. Loshua's underscore lens and Butter Wizard. Oh, good mm. old Butter Wizard. Good old Butter Wizard, whoever he Two may be. Two of my favourite things. Yeah, Butter and Wizard. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> so, thank you all, and we are going to get into it. We are going to get into track number one of By The Way, and that's a lie. So you're going to do your little introduction, aren't you? What introduction? Your, your stuff you've written down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Sorry. You I started was, picking up your headphones. I was reaching for my headphones. Callie's got his headphones on. Get them off. By the way, now what do we know about it? I'll tell you what we know. Let's run through what we know. I'm just going to do this bullet point straight in. Yeah, because this, this is on Wikipedia, so this is Eighth be quick. studio album. Boom. Released on July 9th, 2002. Boom. Produced by Big Ricky Rubin. Boom, boom. First week, it sold over 286,000 copies in the US alone. Wowzers. 1.8 million copies worldwide. Uh, yikes. More than 8 million copies sold to date. Tell me more. Recorded between 2000 and, uh, November 2001 and May 2002. Yikes. Released July 9th, 2002. Ooh. So that's a quick turnaround. Oh, what a turnaround. That's uh, why, recorded, why John recorded, was so unhappy with the mix. Yes. Recorded at Cello Studios. Would you say that? No, I thought it was recorded at the... Um Oh, and let me finish. Ah, And Chateau Marmont. Ah, bosh. The famous hotel. In Los Angeles, yes. So two locations. On the seventh floor, I believe. Indeed. Which must have been really annoying for those on the the sixth and eighth floor. They probably hired out three floors. Difficult to sell. Carry on. Singles, by the way, the Zephyr song, Can't Stop, Dosed, Universally Speaking. Great tunes. Following on from Californication, preceding Stadium Arcadium. What a revelation to all those Chili's fans. <laughs> Paintings, photography and art direction credited to uh, to Julian Schnabel. Father of John's bird. Man, I put underneath. Oh, well done. Just in case you thought it was Julianne Schnabel. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. But it wasn't. No. Cover features Stella Schnabel. Julian's daughter and John Fashante's then girlfriend. There you go. And there's an inversion of the original colours. And, and then underneath I've written Julian and then scribbled it out. Ah, okay. Oh, so have. That was my last. Yeah, so the, the cover art is an inversion, is a negative of the original photo, of go the on. original painting. Right. And the, um, the cover for the Universally Speaking single was the original. But, but that's, uh, although I said Julian was my last. No, you did have that. I have got there. some notes there in Invisible Link about the inversion, and about the photo inversion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So thanks for, you know, covering that off. Well, I, I just read it off your thing, so I, I, I rubbed lemon juice on it earlier. Yes, so which wondered, made it appear. Wonder I could smell lemon. <laughs> Great. Okay. So there you go. That's bullet point by bullet point. Basically, all you need to know about. By the way, Bosch, 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 Bosch. He's done it. He's done it again. Standing in line to see the show tonight, and there's a light on. Heavy glow. 
A tune. Mm. What an incredible way to open an album. Well, yes. What a masterclass. I mean, we didn't think so at the time. When those first Upon downloads first were coming out, and the Swan didn't either. He thought it was well. The ba- it wasn't the band's mm. choice. It was a management-led first single. Thank you, um, the wonderful uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Three could be asked questions. Yes. Um, of course. DB. Great book. That's when not we- what DB stands for. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's what uh, GB stands for. Yes. When we first heard it, it was they were being uh, released single song by single song. They were. That and was that was a, a record label decision. The first time we heard it was very yes. We yeah. weren't quite on board with it as much as we are now. It was a that's shock. for sure. No, and uh, I mean to be honest, in terms of listening to the album track, it's fairly unusual for me to sit down and listen to. By the way. Well, I, I listen to, by the way, quite a lot. I think it's one of the... I think it's right up there if I had to pick my top, for example, 50 Chili Pepper songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it would it's come so, in so good. Around number 49? No, it, it would be well high up. Mm. It's a masterclass of single note playing. It's such a great build-up. That intro, it works so well live when they toured it. Yes. It works so yes. well on the album. Uh, but I think that's partially why I don't listen to it so much on the album is because I appreciate it so much as a live, as a, as a live song. I think I think it works better for me. But having said that, I just listened to it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I actually think that it showcases everyone really well. What it what it's great about is there's a lot of this album where John is is evolving into a more confident player. He's oh, I mean, by now he was he was a confident. Well, by the yeah, I mean yeah, by he he he's a man in complete control of his his skills. He almost enveloped Flea to the point. Well, he did. He did envelop Flea to the point where Flea got so pissed off he wanted to leave. Yeah. And we'll talk more. But they, they, you know, they, they, they sat down. Flea aired his grievances. I think it was in an airport. It may well have been. You do do a lot of sitting around in airports. So it was well, exactly. Yeah. So you go. John, of course, bless him, was unaware of of Flea's feelings. He was just on a, a personal journey, I think, and um, on that seventh floor. Yeah. So, but I do, you know. Let's take it back to the beginning. The swan comes in, sounding well. I'm going to take tremendous. I completely agree. But can I take it back earlier? Yes. Can I take it back to the very start of the song? Yes. As a, I think it's a masterclass of single note playing. What's happening here with John and Flea is they one player is holding a note when the other player changes. One player yeah. is. Doing something while the other person does something slightly different, for example. God, this is yeah. I really, this again? I really like it. I've written this. How might the stones describe it? The, the, the ancient art of weaving. I've written, moving around the fretboard independently of each other, yet totally at one with each other. Mm, well, that's the thing, isn't it? It comes in so quickly. The first example is after, oh, it's on bar two, I think, where John holds and Flea moves down. Mm. Oh, mate, it's so, so good. As soon as... You, yeah, talk to me. I'm going to talk about what they're doing when the swan comes in. Well, what the do you swan think about coming the swan? in, you see, I just think he sounds so good. He sounds so pure. He sounds so confident. He sounds so clean. Yeah. Clean is the word. And, I, and Well, in tune is the word. Well, and I mean, strong. Yeah. And the correct word. Yes. What's the correct word? Words. 
Right. He sound, no, he sounds wonderful. He just sounds good. He always does, you know, when they, they talk about this one, don't they? He primes himself for studio time. He only has to sound good once every four or five years. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and he's done it here. And, so he, right. and actually, this comes out of the Cali era yes. where he had, had singing lessons. Yes. yes. And he, this is the swan. We've talked about it about this is on premium. the live shows. This is pure, This pure was the swan. time, 2002. This coincided with my, the end of my first year at university. Of course. The World Cup in Japan and South Korea. Ooh. We were... We Sol went Campbell's to see them. header. We denied. saw them twice in that summer, didn't we? And uh, it was just a great time to be alive. I'm, I'm sure anyone listening now who was sort of 18, 19... I was about 20, 21, 22. I was approximately four years older. You were. And it was just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, what a time to be alive during the, mm. during the By The Way era. Mm. I remember them drip-feeling the songs out, listen to them day on day. Yes. Um, on the old internet. Yes. Um, that was the era when I downloaded the, the first Spider-Man trailer and it took six hours to download. Mm. Oh, I mean, that was quite quick. That was pre-good um, internet. But yeah, you're right, oh. mate. It was a phenomenal time to be a Chili Peppers fan. They were not only releasing a new album, but releasing and also one of the definitive albums of their career. Well, d- yeah, without a doubt. But also the anticipation of... Of this, following on from Cali, which yeah, yeah, was yeah, a great album, yeah, you know, right. um, and we we saw them on the Cali tour. Yes, we we waited for this. It was a different time. There were there was basically very little information between albums. Well, it was um, it was the, the Chili's picked up. It was like they didn't really exist. Yeah, but the Chili's picked up the internet early in comparison to other bands. But you're right in that era. You had to scratch around for for info, for information. The only way you really ever heard their voices was on record. Hmm. Like you never really thought of them as being living people on this planet. They just, or you only ever heard them singing songs. That was it. The only way you knew how to pronounce John Frusciante was thanks to Purple Stain. Yeah, without Purple Stain, we would still be. Well, we've said it before, and we shan't say it again. Well, we'd be calling John Frusciante. But yes, so in comes the Swan. In comes, I think I think Chad really shines here. As well. I, I just think, actually, without really ever thinking about this, it just showcases everyone because the bass lines are, are really strong. Yeah. The Swan sounds great. John sounds great both guitar-wise and vocally. This was the start of the era of John making big whoa noises in the background. Happens in this yeah. song, and it's quite mixed back in the song here. Yeah, it is. And live, he would then start pushing Obviously, forward. Obviously, the, the, the iconic live version of the big whoa. Yeah, exactly. Which we now know as the live big whoa. We do. First first time we ever called it live big whoa was just, just there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But th- that's the first time that that comes in. It is lower in the mix. But as you see, it's a shame. It's very low, actually. As you say, as the swan comes in, um, Flea immediately. Uh, this is amazing work from Flea. He's in there low, and he moves straight up on the fretboard while John stays low. Yes. Then Flea moves back it's low. Got a bit of sediment on the tongue. Oh, well, that, that that'll need to be spat out. But let's have a mouthful of Cooper's together to celebrate that sediment. We're just like I would just like to say, after Cooper's one. I am thoroughly enjoying Cooper's 2. Well, I will say I enjoyed Cooper's 1. I did. Cooper's 2 is slowing down so easy that, um, that we must talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers after this mouthful. Sure. We'll, uh, we had a little bit of a falling out 
between Cooper's one and Cooper's two. We did. Well, I wouldn't say a little bit of a of a, Coop, of a Cooper's falling out. A little bit of falling out. We had a genuine argument. <laughs> yes, because we put that behind us. Well, we always have the same argument, and we may as well air it on the podcast now. Sam insists that we're only allowed to listen to the song once and then record about it. Yes. But I maintain mm-hmm. that before we... Well, moved, now I understand this. You've never made this clear to me. Before. I'm sure I did on previous... Anyway, let's not talk We've about argued it. about this previously. Yes. Podcasts have nearly collapsed because Sam <laughs> insists that I only listen to the song once. That was what the, I like to do, and yeah. this is how they make no, the sausage. This is how the sausage is made. Yeah. I like to make my notes at home, mm. as you would have seen on Twitter... I like to then, as the song plays through... You're more noty than me. I'm a lot more noty. Well, I'd say I'm 100% noty and you have zero notes. Uh, I like to read through my notes to understand what I'm going to talk about. Sure. Now, that might mean, at some point, slightly rewinding the song, for example. Which you're not allowed to do. Which you're not allowed to do. (laughs) For God's sake, please, God, please, dear God, do not listen to that song more than once. It's fine now. We seem to be getting on along now. But I'll tell you what... Um, about eight minutes ago in the conservatory, we were... Oh, we were at Loggerheads. Yeah. You said, don't give me that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I quote. No, you don't. You misquote. Uh, what did I you said, say? don't do that. Oh, but... don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's quite right. It was a misquote. It was a misquote. I misspoke. And then I stormed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he wouldn't come back, would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> classic university speaking. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, the only then. thing that can make this more classic is, is we had a nice Rocco's... And uh, another mouthful of oh, Cooper's well, Pale Ale. Cheers. Yeah. Now, the Cooper's is what brings us together. Thank God. Well, we've always said it needs a, a large but independent Australian brewery to sort those kind to, of things to out. Bring out. Yes, to bring us through our biggest arguments. So are we now back on track, do you think? I think we are. Fine. In that case, I will say that what I love about Flea's work in that in, it, once the swan is in is he's high and then he's sliding down. You can always hear the slides. Specifically, you can hear one real slide really big. Mm. But just so you pick up on these slides on the on the intro, he moves up at eight seconds, timestamps. Sure. Down at sixteen seconds while JF is playing the two note descending line. Da 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 da. And the myth opens up on the hi hat. Oh, that beautiful yeah. hi hat open. You can hear. That's just lovely. See what you cut unless you're listening, you won't hear Flea slide down because the hi hat is catches yeah. your ear. Yeah. Um, up at twenty four seconds, that's the big one where you can really hear him go up. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ, you're right. <laughs> And then down at 32 seconds, as the, the JF calls get big as um, John's building right up to it. Yes, yes. Honestly, I couldn't agree more with all of that. <laughs> I couldn't agree with more of those timestamps. But for God's sake, don't mention timestamps more than once. No. Them's the rules. What, what an intro, and we haven't even got to when the song gets big yet. No, and when it does get big, it gets really big. Yeah. Well, I'd just like to get, shout out again to the myth here, because... There's some beautiful uh, floor tom work. There's some beautiful rolls here, big powerful rolls. It's it's brilliant. Again, it's another. It really is another masterclass because you're going from a, a very restrained intro into mm. a massive. Basically, you're introducing the album when everything comes in. All John is doing mm. is rhythmically strumming stuff and hitting single chords, hitting a D minor chord. I think the guitar is so simple, muting and strumming. But Flea has gone into a rolling bass line for the ages. Yeah, yeah. And it's, a, and it's a line that carries on all throughout the song. It's so... It's a massive bass line. It and, is. And it, it is. Yeah, it is. And it's incredible, really, to think that Flea was feeling so vulnerable at this time. Well, I think when you listen to the album, there are some iconic bass lines here. 
that you know in your head, but you might not think of them as classic flea bass lines yeah. because they're not quite so he, he's noticeable. So, but he's so adaptive, isn't he, as a bass player? That, We're going to talk a lot about how adaptive flea is and quite a lot about how much flea is just playing a lot at the same time across the first five songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, letting, and letting the rest of the guys... But Chad is just doing those rolling toms, like you said. It, it's very, very simple stuff. Yeah, but it's it's powerful. And it, and it's what is you know as we we've always said it is sympathetic. We always did say it was sympathetic. You're right. It's sympathetic. It's what is needed, and it is pure power. I mean, this is pure, pure Chad is most powerful. We know how powerful he is. Well, he is super powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've driven. I've driven. I said driven. I've drawn. I've drawn a line here down at the bottom page. Yeah. I've got something to say about Chad in the intro. When he first comes in after that open hi hat. Yeah. Ding ding. It's always double kick drum. Mm. And that's quite that really drives it forward. Yeah. Ding ding. Ding ding. Every time before it goes to that massive wide open section. Yeah. Um what you might call the loud section, the first loud section. And of course this is the only song where Anthony mentions uh, Dover Soul. Well quite. <laughs> Does he mention Dover Soul? No. Uh, over <laughs> oversold. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But when it, when they perform it live and to a certain extent on the record, it does sound like he's saying Dover Soul. Oh, that's called a malpropism. Mm. Oh no, a, a Mondegreen when you miss her lyrics. Yes. A and uh, you know, I like Dover Soul and I like this song, so it was a, for me it was a match made in heaven. Well, as I finish up another bottle of Coopers and I yeah, ask you, I tell you what, uh, yeah. Tom Ben is loving the Coopers. He's literally he's Coopers. necking it. He's necking it. Callie, can we? Um, he's un, he's uncontrollable. Yeah, can you grab me a couple more Coopers, please? So yes, well, I think to round it off, if indeed we are rounding it off, what, which the song? No, no doubt you you're we're not. <laughs> we're nowhere near it, mate. We've only just covered just the scratched intro. The surface. Listen to this. What I love is John's high staccato notes, which are very prominent on the record, very prominent when he plays it live. As they're going into the, uh, um, you know, the Swans' more rhythmic section. Yes. Um, John plays high staccato notes on the B string on, on the 13th fret, to be specific. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. So what you're saying here is that John is showcasing straight away that he is on the money here. Well, what I'm saying is, again, it's nothing difficult. He's showcasing exact, on the money rhythmically. Is exactly where he is. Yes. Well, he's, he's doing that to break up that rhythmic guitar. It's so effective in the left ear. And then as it builds up to the first chorus, that partial D minor chord that has been hitting all the time, whilst maintaining the rhythm, really comes into play, builds it up into chorus one, talks to me about that first time the song rises into that big chorus. Mm. It's an iconic chorus. It is, and it's it, and throughout the song they repeat it so many times. Well, they do, and this is a trick that they, you know, they're not they are partial to. They're not are partial. What does not are partial to? Well, it means they are partial to. So they are partial to. <laughs> yes, <laughs> despite what despite, despite what I just despite said. Despite using a, a word which might a negative, but yeah. they're not partial, partial to, to it. They are. They're as partial to that, I would say, as you as are I am. to a bottle so of Cooper's, Cooper's pale, pale ale. ale. <laughs> The reason why it drives into the chorus so big, John's just strumming open chords. They're slightly overdriven, but that's just open chords. The myth is going absolutely crazy, and mm. it sounds great. But Flea is driving it up. As John is playing yeah. the chords, Flea is rising up the bass line, standing in line to see 
then listen, Flea goes up on the word show tonight and there's a light on. Now I'm making that in my line, but he's going, standing in line and see the up on show, Flea. Show tonight and there's a light. And he goes up again on the light. Well, this kind of shit doesn't work unless someone's driving it. Yeah, and it's here, Flea. Listen back just to that bass line on those big choruses, what Flea is doing. He is pushing it. Mm. It's absolutely phenomenal bass work. Well, Flea is an incredible bassist. Yes, I, I mean, I think we've come to appreciate that. Yeah. You? But what's really been impressive about Flea throughout his evolution is he went from that just all about being as fast as you possibly can be yes. to becoming one of the best melodic bass players in the world. Yeah, well, that's right. And for a long time, he, he, um, he just revolved. Oh, yeah, he didn't, re- he, didn't, he didn't want to... Um, but no, no, he, he did. To he he did initially. He just revolved, and and then he evolved. Evolved. Yes. <laughs> uh, what about the vocoder section with the whistle? Like wow, wow. Yeah. Um, bit obviously, weird. that's I've, I've put a bit weird. Well, I think it it harks back to John's days as you know in those dancing rooms, otherwise known as jungle discos. Mm. <laughs> you know that was his kind of thing, wasn't it? And yeah, well, it still is. That's apparently. how it started. That's how it started out. Apparently, this song. So what do you and think? that's how he, he, oh, he heard yeah, yeah. it originally. Um, as he said, once you layer on all the instruments and stuff, it kind of loses that. But maybe the whistle and that, that kind of section harks back to that. I don't know. I've not been involved with that kind of scene myself. Nor have I. Uh, he was drinking a lot of something and something else at the time. Well, I've been to a few discos myself, though. Yeah, I went to the Parish Hall. I was the Parish Hall disco. Danced with a few girls. As did I. The last slow dance of the night. Yes. Won't name them. For legal reasons, last Friday of every month, it's, oh. we should we should uh, may, well maybe um, Amos knows what we're talking about. But this sure was a disco when we were children. Uh, last Friday of every month, go down to the, the local the local dancing hall. Get your tickets. Get your tickets and uh, chance your arm. Well, basically, what would happen is you would stand. The girls would <laughs> pretty much stand on one side, the boys on the other. Yes, you would buy small white uh, plastic cups of. Coca-Cola or lemonade, yeah, it would yeah. be supermarket brand pop, cola. Pop, pop yeah. so 5p a pop. 5p a cup of pop. 5p a cup of pop and penny sweets. Penny sweets, love Maybe them. even a packet of Smith's Square I mean, crisps. I don't know. I don't know at what age I found it impossible to enjoy myself without the aid of alcohol. But in those days... I think you were high on pop. Possibly. Pop and sweets. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was, um, it was 12. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, it was a little later. I think though you'd, you'd just wait for the last dance of the evening. It would be a slow dance. Oh no, I'd get stuck right in there. Would you care to elucidate spot, on that? Oh, I'd spot a spot a young lady, spot a filly, yeah, and then say to my mate, "Go and ask her." Ooh, this is you at, at, at what ten? Uh, <laughs> uh, ten or eleven? Go and ask her, and then he'd come back and say, "She said yes." And then a slowy would come on. Yeah, we'd sidle up to. It might other. be "Lady in Red" by Chris Rea. It probably was. Uh, and then, yeah, we'd have a slowy. It might be that song off Neighbours by Angry Anderson that Kylie and Jason got married to. It might be that. It's more likely to be Lady in Red. Well, that Angry Anderson song, you'd recognise it now if you heard it. Sure. Certainly. But yes, no, so. they were the days. But they've got really nothing to do with, by the way. No, and we shall move past that parachute section of this, by the way, chat. Um, let's, get in, let's move past that second verse, because that's pretty much the same as the first verse. Sure. Single line with, ah, uh, mate... The bite on John's guitar. Oh, the sound of John's guitar here is absolutely phenomenal. Massive reverb. Great level of distortion on it. Then it all drops out. It goes into a quiet chorus. 
And here's something that's going to repeat a few times over these five songs. There's subtle backing vocals on the on lines. Mm. And then the swan just sings the off lines on his own. So like standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on. John is here, here now, subtly backing it. And then the swan will sing. He will sing Heavy Glow on his own. Mm, you should maybe at least yeah. should have listened to it a bit more. Mm. Oh, Let's not go there. <laughs> no. By the way, I try to say I'd be there. Yes, both of them. And the Swan will say, "Waiting, waiting for. for." This is going to repeat loads of times. Well, there's no doubt that the Swan's relationship with John here is is absolutely crucial. And they they spend a lot of, when you know when they, when they're writing songs and John's writing you know melodies and coming up with basically what it would appear was the whole John, album. John came up with the whole album. But him and the Swan work so closely together. They did on this album. They locked themselves um, away for weeks, and and also at times on on Blood Sugar. You know that their relationship, although sometimes fraught, is is very close. So they come back close. Hmm. Here on the breakdown, once you get off that quiet chorus, goes into that break. Dum, dum, diddly, diddly, diddly. Yeah. great those great top, bass. Those, those floor sums. Yeah, are, are loud and proud. Well, what you powerful got powerful and true. Exactly, powerful and true from the myth, and a lovely bass line from and bass sound from Flea. Yeah, that bass line, the Flea's work here is exemplary. If you listen to it with a, a, a for example, a good quality pair of headphones on, you may hear uh, John's single stabs there. Bam, bam. The reverb really dies away from centre to the right ear. Mm. It's a it's a lovely thing to listen to. Uh, first time you heard it on those releases, what do you think of the section where the swans going ooh? Ah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. Ooh, ah. I don't mind it. No. Um, it's some of his probably his better gibberish. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it fits the song. Yeah, I agree. That's as negative as it's going to get for these first five songs, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. It's a, it's a probably a moment in time where they said, this what, Anthony, we need you to say something. Yeah, just so you are. Ooh, ah, uh, and then kiss your little mooch, eh? Whatever he says, yeah. Is uh, that what you think he says? I think so, yeah. Well, who knows? Is it written down on the lyrics on the CD? That's what I hear. Ooh, ah, kiss your little mooch, ooh, ah. Yeah, I think it means kiss your little mooch. Yeah, I do. yeah, I think you're right. And I think that it means that because that's, that's what, you what hear. he says. Hmm. I haven't looked up mooch in the dictionary for I think quite it, a long time. For me, it, so what, on the video, didn't somewhere, it's in the video, isn't someone slapping their bum? I don't know. No. I maybe that. Maybe the kidnapper or the man who becomes the kidnapper. I just always think of it as being a bum for some reason. Uh, Mooche. Touche. 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 Mm, possibly. Yeah. That's See, stretching. Stretching. Last chorus. I mean, this song is phenomenal. Last chorus, it gets so big. Yeah. Massive backing vocals from John. Flea rising again and again mm. and again and then playing a lovely dropping line at timestamp 251. Love the timestamps. And the backing vocals are going, by the, by the, and rising way, I try to say. And it's more clear on the live performances. There's certainly mm. something for John where he's kind of going up on those, yeah. those ways and says. Well, and that's, that's why I think I like the live performances more than the album version, because all of the layers become a little bit clearer. Yeah, they do. There's less layers and something becomes clearer. You know, John's work is staggering live but also here it's just a little bit harder to necessarily appreciate but there's something you may or may not have noticed or subliminally noticed over the years there's quite a cool thing about the chorus is that the c chord 
I think it's the se- yeah, it's the second chord. So standing in line to see the C tonight is a pushed chord. Mm. It doesn't come in on the one, two, three, four. One, uh, yeah. two, three, four. Well, and that that comes in early. Yeah, that's very clear to hear on the outro. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It it comes together, but there are times when it's at odds with each other. Yeah. So if it, if you were saying if you're counting it, yeah. one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and the C comes in on the and, yes, yes. not the next yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. It's really good. And it gives it that driving propulsion. Stand it does, yes. And then you're into the C. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a simple trick. But it's very effective. Um, the massive ooh, well, the massive big out scream by John leading into mm. just the outro. Yeah, the, uh, and again, it's, it's very, it's, it's layered down here. Yes, it is. It certainly is. It's, it's back in the mix. Unless you're listening to this on a good set of headphones. Well, yeah. Well, and I was. I no, was I wasn't. Too. It was on my buds. But I listened to it on a good set of headphones in the privacy of my Yeah, own. if you're listening to this in the car, or depending on what car you have, or on your phone, God well, forbid. Oh, well, God. Or on your, your iPad. God forbid. Or your Kindle. God forbid. <laughs> just reading the lyrics yeah. on your then, Kindle then you're not going to pick up on these layers. Certainly the sonic, the oral stuff, you'll lose on a Kindle. Yes. Oh, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, lyrically, you'll you'll be sort of fully fully briefed. Yeah, but you'll be able to see whether it's saying Kissy Little Mucci or not. Or Dover Soul. Exactly. Um, Which is a lovely fish. Uh, Favourite fish, quickly off the top of your head? Uh, probably gold. Gold? <laughs> that's not a fish. That's a, that's a precious metal. Goldfish. favorite precious metal Uh, probably herring title track for the podcast the mm, song that correct. we have never spoken about off this particular album here we go it's universally speaking what a perfect encapsulation for me of this album go on it's another bass masterclass it's another rolling bass line from flea mm. it's another simple guitar part from john it's another brilliantly pumping kind of this time it's the old offbeat snare from chad they're just, again, they're just in fairly simple things, brilliantly well. And a, a lot of time on the album, especially in this, these fur five, fur, fur five? Fur five. These fur five songs, that's what it's all about. Uh, and it's such, it's a bed. I'll talk further about how long this bed lasts, but you tell me what you think about the tune. Well, did we choose the, the, the name Universally Speaking because it made sense as... The name of an an audio project. What's what was what do you think the other option was? 
Well, because we really like the song. Okay. Um, it was the audio project thing. Audio project. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, I really, really, that really said, like this song. Yes, and so, so I'll tell you, someone who came back on um, Reddit said, it's a melancholy song, but it's also euphoric. And I, I, that struck a chord with me. You can see what I'm doing when I have you, a mouthful of Coopers. I start pleased. shaking my arms in the air. No, like I completely agree. Hmm. Well, no. Um, that would make a... Shakers? Yeah. Um, rhythm eggs. No, those things you hold. Oh, they're maracas. Yeah. Okay. Maracas. Um, yes. Yes. It has that melancholia to it. And I know, you know, as someone who used to sing in in the band... Go on. It, it's a song of two, you know, two very different deliveries. There's the, the, the verses, which yeah. are very sort of lo-fi, for want of a better word. Well, they're low. They're low, yeah. Forget the fire. No. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, you've got the euphoria of the chorus. Oh, mate, when he kicks in. this The genius of this song, yeah. and, and we'll get to it, I'm sure. Mm. Well, I, I, are, well, I promise you we will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're not quite there. No. But when the, um, when the swan steps up mm. to the silveretta part, it's honestly, there, is, there are a few things in this world, apart from um, the chorus well, of this rude. song... No, I won't be. No. There's few things in the world that make me feel better than the Silverette section of these songs, apart from um, everything coming together one and on, which might be the Silverette section. Yes. Oh, no, it's the ooze. It's the Come On Baby section. Honestly, this oh, song come builds on baby, so yeah. well. Yeah, it, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? it? It builds an absolute treat. It really does. He sounds so good, this one, on the Silverette sections. What does Silverette even mean? Well, well exactly. Jet, is it the jets of a lifetime or the chance of a lifetime? The jets. Hmm. Who knows? But well, not me. I never lost control. Um, yes, exactly. Mm. Um, but it, it is, isn't it? It's it's the culmination of not just the Swan here, but John. Again, as you say, Flea is doing incredibly good work, and spare a thought for poor Chad. Oh, I he's will. So adaptable. This well, night. he's he's a mythical figure now. Yeah, and he's but even here, like when he's playing that that very basics. Um, the offbeat high, the, the offbeat snare, the offbeat, the offbeat. He's playing that with pure power and conviction. He's never anything less than convinced. What was that gurgling noise in your throat? Was that gurgling? <laughs> yeah, a, no, low, was, a low throat rumble. It was conviction. It was, but the bed of the song, the intro, John's chords, Flea's bass line, and Chad's um, snare line mm. lasts for ages. Even during the Silveretta part, the mm. only thing that cha- two things change. Yes. Okay. John f- comes in with that bigger chorus sound, which suddenly goes massively wide, yes. and the guitarists push more in the mix. And the Swan changes the melody and the delivery. But Flea and Chad are doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yet it sounds like a whole different section of the song. Yeah. And you, unless you listen to it and thought about what's happening musically, you you would think there's three sections of this song. Mm discounting the outro solo it was actually it was really only two yeah and it's incredible it, it I, 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 I can't speak for everyone I think there are some people who, who don't really like this song well I won't speak for them at all no and you're right you can't speak for everyone by definition no speak for yourself do you like I it I will I do like it and I, I, I liked it more after we performed it in the band mm-hmm. I love it live mm-hmm. I love uh, I, I, I mean, I know you've got a problem with it live. I don't. I, I, the solo out. Yeah. 
I do have a problem with. But I have a genuinely, a genuine place in my heart for this song. The, the, the strings are very effective as well. Ah, uh, mate, the strings, when you, again, and I could call it a pair of headphones, when you really listen to it. Oh, they feel it. There's a cello, there's a pulsing yeah. cello it's at one, time stamp 109. Yeah. When it's um on the, come on, baby, the cello's going, ding, 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 ding. And then later on as well, when the, when it really oh, builds to a crescendo, the strings, strings really strings. give it that that extra yeah. extra je ne sais quoi. Well, and I say je ne sais quoi. Well, I, it's the strings, of course. Again, it's Kylie talking. Yeah. <laughs> I still love you, je ne sais pas pourquoi. Well, that's uh, yes, that that means something something else, doesn't it? Um, I don't know why. So she said, "I still I love the song Universally Speaking." Yeah, je ne sais pas pourquoi. I love the song Universally Speaking. Je ne sais pas pourquoi. And what's the other one by All Saints? Uh, Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? That wasn't All Saints. That was Lady Marmalade uh, by like Pink and. I mean that is that is a you know an adult thing. Well, it's a it's a brothel essentially. Um, Voulez-vous coucher oh, avec moi? Is an ce adult soir. thing. Oh, that's what it is. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Right. I think it means will you sleep with me tonight. It does, which is why I didn't want to dwell on it. Ah, of course. So you just kept saying Yeah, sorry. Move <laughs> <laughs> past it. I just, I was just doing the French. Yes. What on earth were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the French, of course. Uh, <laughs> yes. The baguette, the hamburger. Yes. Um, no, but it, it builds. The, that combination of things at 109, which is when it goes into the first chorus, if you want to call it the first chorus, come on baby section, it's one of my favourite combination of things in the whole world. What you've got there is the swan and great voice. Of course. You've got a great, lush JF backing vocal. Well, I think, I think it's, th- th- this is uh, the first time where we hear that kind of uh, doo-wop style lovely. Yeah, backing yeah, vocal. Lovely, 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 yeah. It's so effective throughout this album. Yeah. But this is the first, and, and actually not just on the album tracks, but on some of the B-sides as well. But uh, it's uh, here. It is, and let's enjoy it. Well, we can. Well, here, well, we we can enjoy it. We can. It's it's been recorded. It's now for the ages. It is in many ways. Listen to it once. That's what you're allowed to do, and then move on to the next song. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy it while you can. That's I enjoyed it while I could. Yeah, I enjoyed it twice. <laughs> yeah, which is against the rules. Flea holds it down that bass line, but listen to what he's doing in the chorus. He's he's now moved out of that original bass line. He's moved into a a rooted note bass line, but he's also playing lead parts in the chorus. And it's genuinely great uh, melodic bass playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know he's a great bass player. And we know he says sometimes, oh, for a laugh, that he's a great bass player. But he genuinely is. There are are four reasons, four main reasons why we like the Chilis. Okay, let's talk me through them. And I bet I can guess what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me guess first. Well, based on the, the first one being the bass playing of Flea. Okay, well, I'm convinced I know what the answer is. Okay. What's the second? Uh, the guitar playing of John Fashante. Move on to the third. The drumming of Chadwick Gaylord Smith, aka The Myth. And the fourth. The singing of Anthony Kiedis, aka Antoine the Swan. Aka. The Swan. Yes, you're quite right. They're, they're the other four reasons why I love the chilies. Yes. We've nailed it down. Have find... I... That's taken 36 is that, episodes. Is that right? 36 episodes in. That we finally right. found it. Yeah. Brilliant bends from John on the um, what I came for. Absolutely great guitar work. Yes, it is. But what what strikes me more than anything 
on this song, and possibly I'm going to repeat myself, is the vocal harmony between the Swan and John. Yeah, because you get that. Um, it just shines through again and again and again on this song, and uh, again and again. I may say this again. And again. And again. And again. Again. And again. Again. And again. Again. And again. 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 Throughout the whole album. 134, here's an example. JF's big octave up on the win in the long run. So the Swan's saying, Yes. Win in the long run. And John's going, Ah. And then goes a full octave up. Yeah, it's just. Just sweeps up. It's phenomenally good. I mean, it is. And. Just talking about it now, actually, is making me feel a little bit giddy. Mate, I too feel giddy. But I love talking about the chilies when I'm really enjoying them. And this is why I enjoy doing this with you. Cheers. Let's, let's clash the Coopers. 141, as that, uh, 139, as we have the break from the first chorus to the next part of the song, that big cello hold, which mm. really sustains it. Now, have a good listen, everyone, on a really good quality pair of headphones at 141. Oh, God, and we do apologise for the fact that you've all had to go out and buy Spend a lot of money. If, I mean, I was going to make a, a universally speaking promise there, but it could have been. No, 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 fuck no. Uh, we flip, will not. Flip that. Yeah, we will not reimburse you for, for your good quality headphones. By myself. But listen at 141. It sounds like there's a tapping sound. Sounds to me like a man playing an instrument live and tapping his foot live. It's definitely there. It's definitely there. Good I mean, quality pair of headphones. You'll only pick that up on a premium quality pair You of will. Headphones. And here's the code for the... Um, it's premium one, two, three. Uh, universally speaking headphones. Yeah. Uh, type that into Amazon and... Uh, yeah, and we get a, a, a 2% cut of everything oh, you God, buy. Oh, God, we get a free bottle of Coopers. Lovely. So, oh, great. Well, great news. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. Type it in there. Well, someone's just typed it in. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just opening now. Here we go. Free bottle of Coopers. That's great news. Lovely. I've I have no doubt admit, that someone is, is going to order a, a, a pair of headphones using that code in about two and a half minutes. Perfect. I forgot to roll that one to loosen the sediment. Uh, just take it. I'll do that by uh, turning it upside down and put it in your mouth. Don't pour it all in at once. God, that would be a disaster. I never would. I never would. Here's what starts to... A disaster, again, darling. A disaster artist, darling. Yes. There's a man who says he completely adores this song. There are a couple of things I'm not so keen on. Hmm. The break section between chorus one and verse two, the big electronic sweeping sound. Okay. And the glockenspiel, which is there. It's low in the mix, but it is there. And it doesn't need to be there. And I think the swan didn't want it, but the rest outvoted them. It's bollocks and it doesn't need to be there. Well, it's nice to hear you agreeing with the swan. I don't often, but Anthony, here I am, buddy. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, I'm with you. Clever, clever. It's also yeah. The Getaway. Your um, favourite album. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no. Heard it, heard it once. There's, when you layer a song like this and when you, when you produce an album to this degree, there's always going to be things that people don't necessarily enjoy as much as other things. Look, I like to see the democracy working. All I'm saying is, oh, there's I'm a, no I'm need a, for a glockenspiel in this song. I'm a big song. fan of democracy. Oh, you're, no, you're a communist. <laughs> I'm not a communist. You're a left-leaning communist. <laughs> what colour is your shirt you're wearing right now? Red. Right. Proof, if proof <laughs> were needed, that he is a left-leaning communist. All right. Oh, God Verse God. two, you don't need a bloody glockenspiel. Right, fine. I'm not saying you need it, but what I'm saying is... <laughs> what are you saying? Well... I'm trying to say that when you're listening to a song on anything other than a good pair of headphones, it all gets me- meshed in and melded into one big 
communal sound. And you can't necessarily pick up on these things. Okay. So it doesn't always matter. Okay. I'm not so pissed off about the Glock. Good. Because that is... That's quite, a gun. That's quite... Uh, that's it a is. gun. It's a Glock. It's a very, very Why are you bringing gun. guns into it? Uh, 9mm, 16 rounds per magazine. <laughs> oh my God, he's obsessed with weapons. I'm a gun enthusiast. <laughs> he is. I'm not. That was you a guess. Are. No, I know it's a 9mm. You love guns. I don't love guns. You do? Well, I love my airsoft. I love shooting my... Um, what they call the ones that you <laughs> I know do it. at... Where you put the darts what's the, in? What's the rifle thing in America? The Rifle Association. Oh, the National. The, uh, the, the NRA. NRA. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I'm like them. Charlton Heston. You are Charlton Heston. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got two things to say. I like Nerf guns. You can pry this Nerf gun out of my dead cold hand. Well, I'll say this: I am dead against the NRL. So am I. Whoever. The NRA. <laughs> yes. Well, um, well, look. I just also want to say to American listeners. And also, <laughs> also for those NRA lovers who listen to the podcast. We love guns. We love guns. Yes. And to those people who are against guns, we, we hate, hate guns. guns. <laughs> but also... But no, I do genuinely hate guns. And, I, and for balance, I love guns. But I love Nerf guns. <laughs> I do genuinely love Nerf guns. Yeah, I do too. Look, I, but look, they're not guns. Here's, here's the truth, You're brother. trying to kill someone with a Nerf gun. Right. Yeah, well... No, yeah, I, I suppose you could put a, put a needle through it and tip it in. Um, tip that needle with arsenic. No, what's that Russian one? Um, yeah, no- Novichok. That that do the job. No, you don't do it with a, a Nerf gun. You do it with an umbrella. Well, no, if you're me, you do it with a Nerf gun. Yeah, but have you ever killed someone with the tip of an umbrella? No, nor with a perfume bottle. Um, yeah, well, anyway, let, I'm let's... not saying I have. I just do want to say I'm this. I'm not saying I haven't. No. Well, thank you very much. And to all our Russian listeners. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's actually a fair point. I don't think we've ever been contacted by a Russian. We've drifted here. <laughs> we were talking about a glockenspiel earlier. Right. Um, if you're Russian... Murder Russia. Yeah, yeah well, don't suffer. No, don't no. suffer in silence. We know you're bold enough. We're also bold, so if you want to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll give you a full quality. It's a different F-R. spelling, but the there, yeah, there but that's go. the same noise. Yeah. Okay. So second silverette. Anyway, I don't like the clocking spell. No, fine. Second silverette, even bigger. Yes, yes, and and it builds, and this is where the, this is where the strings really come into the. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Is that the Coopers? It's the Coopers. It's, it's the Coopers. It's caught him out there. It's gone straight into the lungs. Three oh nine. The silverette comes in sweeping noise. Massive string swell. All right, so uh, uh, those strings just... Everything we've described, John, his backing vocals, the swan, Chad, Flea... You've done it again, the, fir- the big four. Yeah, the big four. <laughs> but they're all backed up here by massive strings, yeah. and it's incredible. It and it, it brings the song to a, a massive crescendo. I'd say it brings the song to a medium crescendo, yes. and I'm not anti the guitar solo on the album. It's also got a Mellotron that comes in. Yes, no, I'm not, I love the guitar solo on the album, and I also love it live. I know you've got a problem with it. You find it empty. But on the album, I don't find it empty at all. No, it's not empty on the album. No, good. It's empty live. Yeah, well, empty air. Well, it's empty. But on the album, I think this song just flows tremendously well. I completely love this song. Yeah, fine. Um, and just... you're going to name a podcast after it. Yes, yeah, I If will. you haven't already. Yeah, I will name a podcast after it. I'll talk to my brother. We'll have occasional arguments about how many times we can listen to songs. Yes. But we will, on the whole, enjoy each other's company. Generally speaking. Universally yeah. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a misfit. I'm a with all of it. The fucking automata. 
coming out of what a beautiful song. What a what a, oh, mate, I cannot describe how much I like this third song. You like that one, dear? I absolutely describe it. What my love for it? How much you like it? It is. I can't. No, you just said you couldn't, and that's no. why I challenged you to do it. Ah. Listen, great it's a challenge. Great song. <laughs> challenge extended. You, you failed. Well, ch- no, I didn't. I succeeded. You accepted. Well, I succeeded because I said I couldn't. There are, as you uh, you know, as previously it's been said. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> this song came from the first jam. Yes, as we just said a minute ago before we had to stop recording for certain reasons. Yes. First day of rehearsals, Flea said. Uh, well, Flea said this um, on the gig in Austria in on the twenty first of the eleventh, two thousand sixteen. That right. this was the first song they jammed. The Swan had no memory of that. Well, I hope that's. Not because of it wasn't anything. No, no, he wasn't. He just generally he just couldn't remember. He couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. There was no outside okay. influence. I'm sure. No, God. The intro. This is the place. Track three on the album, by the way. Yes. Another massive intro. Another liquid rolling bass line from Flea. And he's got a baby too. Whatever that bloody song is. And he's got a baby one. You mean? Well, no. I mean, this was Annie. This is Annie's got a baby one. Is it even Annie's got a baby that we're talking about? But similar. It's a great, and then and then that that, that guitar and those drums coming in together. We've said it for the first first couple of songs. It's just. I mean, if you're not careful, you are literally gonna say the same thing about every song. No, but release yourself at the start of this song. I think. Clarify what you mean by that. Well, just become so overwhelmed by. Well, I am. I'm genuinely passionate about this. I'm hugely passionate about this album. I have not been this excited for a long time. You haven't. I can tell everyone that. Um, it's the Coopers <laughs> it's backed up yeah. by that great bass line those amazing drums backed up by very very simple guitar and what we've got going on here is GTP it's a classic shout out Alex Rudette first recognised the grandfather the godfather of the podcast the godfather of a, the podcast it's a D9 sus4 played very high up I believe mm. and what he's doing the, for this song he's playing in drop D John so the, the bass E string is tuned down to D and he's just palm muting that matches the pounding drum so much. Ding, 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 ding. Huge kick mm. sound. But John's got a flanger on it. He's got a chorus on it. He's got slight distortion on it. And you can hear those peaks and troughs that the flanger creates. So he's just playing a repeated palm mute on the open E string, which is tuned out to D. Mm. But the flanger is doing the work. It's a hell of an intro. It is. It, it is. But the, the, is he doing the heavy lifting? No, he's doing simple I would simple suggest lifting. that he isn't. No, he's not. It's um, Flea and Chad. Sim- the opposite to heavy lifting is not simple lifting. Isn't it? What is it? It's light lifting. Light. Ah. Well, you live and learn, don't you? Heavy. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> the swan, though. Boom. Who's doing the heavy lifting now when the swan comes in? Yes. Well, the swan sounds wonderful again. I th- oh, Tell you what. I think this is a song that comes from the heart for the swan, from the swan as well. It it's, is. It seems to be, you know, one of the things that's often spoken about with this album is the change in the swan's approach to lyric writing from, you know, his age-old approach to sex, women, sex. That, that kind of thing. Yeah. Sex. Women. Rap. Sex. I mean, rap is not, <laughs> rap is not necessarily a subject, it's more of an approach. It's, it's what you do at Christmas. Of course. And birthdays. Sex. To a lesser extent, Easter. Women. Well, you're wrapping this foil. Yes, if you make it yourself. Uh, anyway, 
what I'm trying to say is that uh, he's t- he's taken a more one would say maybe a more mature, maybe a more reflective approach. I think this is well documented. But here's an example of he's he's going back to what what would be, you know, his his roots. He's going back to his 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 roots as a, a drug user, hmm. an abuser, someone who's who's been reliant on those kind of things. But it's more reflective. It's more. It, it is a case of him looking back on it and with regret, not celebrating it. No. And I think that's possibly a change. And it's difficult. I, I think it's it's difficult for him to to do that at times because there are times in his life referenced in this song when drugs have have cost him a lot. Everything. Everything. You're right. This is. A very, very heartfelt song from uh, from Anthony. And actually, it's interesting because it's not as it's not necessarily like a slow song. For, because often I feel I, I often think of like songs that are emotionally impactful as being ballads or you know just that kind of thing, slow. But this is a re- this is a highly charged song. It is, it but g- it's it full goes. of emotion. I think this is the album for me where the Swans' lyrics took a, another step up. Not only a singing ability, but it's lyric. The lyrical imagery in this song, and we're going to move on to um, "Don't Forget Me" soon. Mm. The lyric. <laughs> that's the noise. Here's an advert for Coopers. Okay, <laughs> that's that's the noise. Here's the advert for Coopers. Say, if you, uh, I'd have to do it in my Australian accent. Good day, mate. Good day. G'day. Okay. I'll do the noise again. Well, you I don't, if, you can, if you think you can recreate that. Yeah. G'day, sport. Here's a man enjoying a chat about the Red Hot Chili Peppers and someone's just said something that he clearly agrees with. Mm. That's too much. Hang on. That's too much. No. I've got to get this right because otherwise I'm going to drink this whole bottle of Coopers. Okay. G'day, sport. Here's a man talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers with opinions he clearly agrees with. Mm. No, it's crazy. <laughs> one more. I'll give you one more pass. Do less of your original was just, just do this noise. Hmm. Hmm. That, that was nice. Oh, sorry. I'd gone a bit, a bit more. Yeah, you won't. You've gone overtly. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Good day, Cobber. Yeah. We're talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers here on University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Good day. Here's a man that agrees with what I'm saying. Mm. Classic Coopers. Makes you feel good. About the red hot chili peppers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm sure Coopers will uh, put that into their advertising campaign. They're bound to. I mean, that's just natural noises that I wouldn't have otherwise made. Well, the first one was a truly natural noise. <laughs> but we were talking about how serious and passionate this one is about its lyrics. <laughs> well, we were. And I myself was getting serious and passionate. But, excuse me, I've just oh, had a lot of Coopers. Just that four. Four big swallows of Coopers. If you could just bear with me for a, for a moment. Ben, if you would uh, take the floor. I'll, I'll, I'll provide the golden content, <laughs> if you will. Um, this song is a masterclass of songwriting from the Swan. It also, used, <laughs> it, also, it also uses the word Poppin' J, which is a great word to use. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, if you listen at 27 seconds, where he says, um, blah, 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 but everything gets slow... Mm. And you listen, it's subtle but definite there. On the word slow, there's a slow reverb that comes in. Well, you which know... Is, which is quite nice. I agree with you. 
Well, you, uh, you must on that point. Cause it's I true. Do. But you know that bit where he goes. Uh, Christ, uh, <laughs> it's the Coopers again. Please, please, no, sir. Sorry, I've been overwhelmed. I've been overwhelmed by the Coopers. Oh, yeepers. I know. Anyway, it's a great song. Yeah. We're not moving past that. <laughs> I know. You carry on. Listen to this from this one. Okay, you've, you've already alluded to this. Oh, good. I don't want to do it like my daddy did. I don't want to give it to my baby's kid. Is that talking about the passing on of the dependency, do you think? Because obviously yes. the, 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 there's a lot here that is about Hillel, as we know. There's I, a very specific line. But this sounds to me, as does other songs on this album. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that the Swan's uh, upbringing played a part in his pathway into drug use and you know decadence. Yeah, well, his, his dad was a, a drug dealer too bands of the time and he was he was introduced to drugs at a very young age an age an absurdly young age is it any wonder that you know his life took the path that it did in terms of drug use it i think anybody else i think it's testament to this one that he was able to and his relationship with flea Mm. you know let's not forget that that was crucial here but his his Early introduction to the world of drugs, women, you know, debauchery, so to speak. Oh, good, he loves a bit of debauchery. Could have led a lesser man down down a pathway to ultimate demise. Well, let's move past that sad section <laughs> into the chorus of This Is The Place. Because here's what happens. <laughs> Flea just keeps chugging away on that opening bass line. <laughs> Flea keeps on going. Back to the music, brother. Back to the music. Have a mouthful of Coopers. <laughs> Flea keeps on chugging Goodness away. Me. Chad moves to the right. Yes. Boom. John with those wonderful high yeah. arpeggiated chords. Yes. John's now moved up from that low palm muting section. Of course. To a huge, well, to a really great sounding. He's playing the open partial, the partial chords high up the neck. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's a great juxtaposition. Yes. Um, and those backing vocals, John comes in with them. It's, it, it, this chorus is phenomenally good. You know, the bit that I was thinking of was a bit where it goes... That's not that bit though. It's <laughs> a, it's a <laughs> That's the guitar. The instrumental bit where it comes down. The synth part. Yeah. Yeah, the three note synth part. Yeah. And where that's introduced on the main bit, but then it's repeated underneath. Yes, uh, it is, yeah. It comes in after the first chorus I just talked about. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. goes. Yeah, that, it's, it's so, so it does so it in the main section, but then it does it. Is that the bit where it does it? It, it does it after the first chorus. Yeah. There's a little instrumental break yeah. there where it plays that. Then yeah. it comes back in. It comes on, in under under the vocals. Yeah, it under comes, the yeah, it comes back in on the second verse. Yeah, yeah which I'd never heard but until just then when I was listening to it. On well, a, that's staggering. Cause that's not even low in the mix, but it's a lovely, mm. it's a lovely bit of synth work. Mm. Um, I've written one twenty-two. What they need equals doubling bleed, and I've circled the word day. Who knows what that means? Not me. But lovely juxtaposition here from the Swan. But uh, it, This is amazing from the Swan as well. It's just, Flea's doing the same thing still, remember. And mm. the Swan is the person changing it. From 
the at the start of the verses he's playing he's singing it very nice and smooth this is the place or whatever he's in then he moves into those sections like can I can I isolate your gene and he mm. moves into a, a different delivery and it and it's just p- taking the song to a different place with very very little changing yeah and and you're absolutely right and there are a lot of examples here of the swan doing things that not necessarily you would expect I can remember listening to this song at the time and people saying to me the swan sounds great this is like a level of performance from him that we've never heard is this a new person is this is this Gary Sharon a new bird ah uh, if you no. will songbird um I said, Eva no, Cassidy it's, <laughs> God, God rest her song God rest her song I <laughs> <laughs> no, don't laugh about that. No, that. no indeed. No. Um, but no. R.O.P. What we're saying is, it, it, he, it, I just think he was, he was, he at this time had a, a level of confidence. But he was amazing. A level of ability. He was amazing. Brought about not only by his own work, but by, I believe, his relationship with John. Yeah, I agreed. The time they spent working yeah. out these songs to give him the confidence to be able to sing to, to perform this level, to yeah. this level, to be confident enough to do it. And to know that John was going to back him up. Yeah. But there's no doubt that those Their weeks, relationship. The weeks they spent together working out the melodies mm. pays dividends. But it's like anything else. If you spend time working it out. It pays dividends. It pays dividends, yeah. It's like doing the, um, the, the pools. The... <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah. repeating synth line comes in at 133 for the timestamp. Great stuff. For all your fans. Flea. Bosch, that big, that solo, the interlude solo that you just previously sang, mm. it's just another classic. Well, Flea's playing the same riff, but there's a huge solo from John. It's a lovely solo. It's the same yeah. minor pentatonic stuff he normally does, but it, ch- it takes the song up a level because it's so aggressive. Mm. Um, now, I can't now think how to vocalise that. You just did it a minute ago, but it's that basic guitar solo section. And John is then singing those massive high R's. Yeah, against yeah. the swans ooze, so that so the swans in low ooze, mm. and John's in high R's, and the, the 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 combination of those two things works brilliantly together. It's the ancient art of weaving. <laughs> it certainly is. It's doing. But this two... is now we're talking vocals, though. Well, they're now taking the stones and saying, "Look, the Rolling Stones. You did it on guitar, and Jagger could handle that." We will weave you. Yeah, we will weave a different tapestry. <laughs> the Bayer tapestry, if you will. But that certainly happens in this song. Yeah. Boom. The bridge. One of ah, here we go again. It's just bit after bit on mm. this song. What do you think about the acoustic section? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reason is it this song just delivers on so many levels. Yeah. And it constantly is overlooked for me. You know, there's a lot of people online saying this song is not that great. Hang on a minute. Is there? Yes. Guys, don't have to go online more. To well, so at least one. Right, fair Oh, yeah, no, fair enough. And actually, that yeah, is lovely. Quite a Thank lot you. of people. No, well, some, yeah. To those people, and this is why music is so brilliant. Yes, we did get response that said, this song is not so great, another song is not so great. But every song is subjective, and if you like it, you like well, it. Well, let's, you let's like. not forget that this song, of course, is often compared to the other song. Off, uh, I'm with you. Rivers of Avalon. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. And is this not on there? Because uh, I think this is the better song. There, I mean, there's no denying the similarity. There are slight similarities. Oh, come on. The similarities are Go absolutely 
obvious. This is the better song. Yes, it is. So the right decisions were made at the time. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I know. I, I think that, but I think there is a, a particular school of thought which suggests that Rivers of Avalon should have made the album. River fans. Well, I don't think that. I don't think that's true. This is a great song. Yeah. Now that acoustic part that we got into is, I think it's, it's again, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard, and it is two guitars doing. <laughs> you're not going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> the acoustic guitars on mix to left and right are doing similar but slightly different things and the strings come in it's a brilliant part Sam is signalling to Californication to for God's sake get me a bit uh, he's calling for another Coopers well, it's the last one it's the last Coopers my word the last Coopers and so at this point we will pay tribute to Tommy Pope thank you Tommy Pope we'll throw you a drumstick a virtual drumstick thank you Sam presumably you'll catch it yes yes and, and if anybody else wants to send us beer, you know you know where we are. I don't know how they knew where to send it. Because lovely Tom Pope did previously send us that uh, off the map book. Not off the map uh, book. Of course. Body pass book. Yes. Yeah. But of course, we are prepared to give our address out to anyone. <laughs> who... <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly dangerous. We might have to get a post box. No, we won't. No. I mean, I don't think Tom Pope's going to come and get us because he's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's to be fair. He knows where you live. Yeah. Well, I know where he lives too. So I'm, perfectly, I'm perfectly safe. Well, I'm happy to share your address with Tom Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or anyone else that yeah. sent us stuff. No, send us much. beer. P- please feel free to send beer to Ben's house. Yes. Um, and uh, Any other please, uh, uh, please explosives? Don't come and get me. <laughs> no, you can't send them through the post because no, of not, COVID. No, no, no. Right, now... Well, I thought bombs... It was illegal to send bombs through the post. No, before. that was fine pre-COVID. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, you could send uh, hand grenades. Well, of course, now, of course, if a bomb goes off, it's likely to spread COVID far and wide. Oh, just put me out my misery. I'd love to get a bomb in the post at this point. Would you? No, I can. No, I'll take it back. I love my wife. I love my life. And as I quote Jeremy Maguire, "I wish you all my kind of success." Exactly. Thank you very much. I take back that whole bomb thing. Now, if <laughs> <laughs> let's just wind up this this change up. <laughs> we uh, wandered off into into bomb chat. Well, of course, uh, Rage Against the Machine wrote a great song called Bomb Chat. How oh, they did. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh, Renegades of... Renegades of Bomb. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, Wake Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will get fucking flagged if we keep saying Bomb. So let's stop <laughs> right, Stop saying... Well, you can't say anymore. No, I'm not going to. Okay. I won't say it again. Okay. Right, listen to some more great looks from the Swan here. Oh, mate, and he really writes here. That is a big he drops pop- the bomb here. The oh, big sorry, pulsing out- are you talking about the big pulsing out show? I know yeah. you can't say that. No, sorry, it was an accident. It's being flagged. Yeah. I am a misfit. I'm born with all of it. And this is one of the, the great... fucking that, ultimate yeah. of love inside the This is one of the great split. uses of the word fucking in a song. Mm. The fucking ultimate. It's brilliant. I'm a I'm flash, flash raid. A mash of DNA. Another yeah. popping Joe thinks he's got something to say. I wrote, are these my favourite swan lyrics? Mm. Or it, not just the lyrics, the delivery. Yeah. It's, it's You're right. fucking powerful. Yeah. And I say that. Using that word like the swan did when he said a fucking... And I, don't, fucking like, I, I don't usually swear. No. But what a delivery. Mm. And uh, what a great tune. What a great tune. Yes. Underrated, undervalued. 
Not by us. Not by us. Not by us on University Speaking. If anything, it's overrated. No. No, rated to the exact amount that it's worth. The right level, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are, we're known for that. Mm. We're neither enthusiastic or negative. We are neutral. We are pH balanced. We are Switzerland. Coming out of a song so good that we just started singing it and had to stop ourselves from singing it because we need to talk about it. This is Dosed, the fourth song on the album, by the way. Oh, my word. Oh, my heights. This is truly a wonderful song, and it does go to the heights, both on the guitar level, the bass level, the drum level, the vocal level, and the backing vocal level. And emotional. And emotional, you're right. That's the seventh level. Yeah, that's it's it's that's what song. those theologists have been looking for all this time. The seventh level of heaven. And we've just we've just found it. It's just incredible. It's just incredible. I mean if you're a fan of the red hot chili peppers, which presumably you are, this <laughs> Imagine this on thirty six episodes in. They yeah. don't like the chillies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fine. If yeah. you're thirty six episodes in and you're not Thank a fan you of the chilies, I think we've got you here. Yeah. Surely. To goodness. Thank you for sticking with us. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm drained, emotionally drained by that song. And, and also simultaneously emotionally charged. Mm, you're elated and drained, so you're back to neutral again. <laughs> yeah, so, you're, PhD, so actually, you're Switzerland uh, again. I, I, I couldn't, uh, couldn't no, care can't, less. Can't, yeah. You could not enter the Second World War no. if you tried. I wouldn't. But I, what I would do is produce a quality army knife. Mm. <laughs> you would <do> consistently and... <laughs> Well, for all time, it seems. Yes. Yeah. And have and really good mountains. What I love about the Swiss Army knife, and this is something which I think most people do know, is that it does contain both a tweezer and a... Uh, a very small pair of scissors. No, a... Oh, a toothpick. A toothpick, yeah. yeah that's weird, isn't it? Well, what were the Swiss feeding their army? Well, meat, presumably. Well, the problem is, if you're in the field, the last thing you can afford to do is get an infected tooth. Why are you talking so quietly? Uh, because I'm in the field. <laughs> in that case, I'm in the field too. Yeah. And, uh, do you want to get an infected too? No, we wouldn't be in the field though because we're Swiss. Oh, of course, so we're in the Yeah, mountains. we're fine, yeah. Okay. Eating we're chocolate, producing knives, yeah, exactly. telling the time on our perfectly accurate wristwatches. Your calibrated wristwatches and I'm Heidi. Yeah, well, and I'm Hans. Listen to the introduction of Dost. You might think you know how it goes, but I will wager you do not. You're probably if you're if you're suggesting you know more about the musical uh, composition, you're probably right. I wasn't just talking to you. No, I'm talking to myself. Mm, good as well, because Sorry. when I listen to it on on me headphones during the week, mm. we all know the repeating line: one, two, three, four. One, uh, no, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, etc., etc., etc. Actually, starts on the three, which I'll which I'll talk about. I do that. Then. Okay, so you know the the line. Three, one, two, 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 three. That rolling line, the yes. loop line. It was called the loop song. Yes. 
it's much easier to count that if you start on the three yeah. rather than the one. Yes. Because it goes three, one, two, 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 three, one, two. So it starts on the off. Yes. It starts on the highest note of the loop rather than the lowest note. Yes. Which is gorgeous. Which is gorgeous. To the ear. But I find that quite interesting that it's easier to count if you start on the off than the on. Um, That's pitched to the right side-ish, that particular line, that loop line. Then there is another line, pitch very left, which just goes one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, mm. two, three. Another guitar line, which is doing that. These are the levels, aren't they? These are the levels. The, of the levels here, pitch like the left. So listen to the main looping line. The very, the, basically the lead. The line, line that we all know and yeah. love. Then that loop, that the, the second line, one, two, three, one, two, goes on. Listen yes. to that. Now you have to really listen quite hard. Well, not this third line, which is a ba da ba da bam, which you'll recognise straight away. Yes. That's a very powerful lead yes, line. Yes, yes. And course. that's right through the middle. But then left-ish comes the um, the lay-on line. And um, I can see this one's hit you hard. Well, it really has, because I never knew it was there. No. So get your headphones on. Really good quality. Left-ish mixed, left-ish mixed is... Um, I've got it. Very quietly mixed to the left dishes, da, 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 boom, where, which leads into the, mm. the chorus normally. Da, 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 da. So you've got four things happening at the same time, really, only two of which I've ever properly noticed. Mm. Listen to the song, but all coming know. together into that build into the chorus, yeah. Well, it, it doesn't even build the chorus, it no, builds well, into where sort of, Flea's line comes in, yeah. Because you've got another sweet, smooth, rolling flea line and another simple, powerful beat from Chad. And again, you've got John... And this is a song where Flea played the guitar and, and played some of the guitar in it. But again, you've got pretty much simple things being done really well by tremendously skilled musicians. <laughs> well, indeed. And they are so... It's so multi-layered. And... I once met a man who told me that he didn't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Who was that man? And did he say he didn't like them? Who, was, sure. who was that man? He, he goes by the name of Ian Longhorn. Ah, does he like him or doesn't he like oh, him? Well, I'll tell you what, he loves this song. He loves the song Dosed. And we've performed it together. Once or twice with him. You know, the most important thing about this song is, for me, it, it unifies the band in in a musical way but it unifies people because it's just so infectious yeah this has certainly brought uh, and we for the sake of clarity and complete openness we must say that Ian Longhorn is Callie's Californication's brother he is my cousin in law mm, indeed <clears throat> well yes and I've learned the bass line to, to play it with you guys look at him piping up now <laughs> here he is he's proud and rightly so he's loud and proud yes and long of horn yes but, but there's no doubt that this song when it first came out in 2002 was like was unlike any other song we'd ever heard from the Red Hot Chili Peppers it Go was on. so multi-layered the swan and John's unification here is just a pleasure to to behold. What happens here, I think, is you're right. There's so many so many mixed layers on that intro. Then you then you bring in the rest of the band, but you also get on verse one another layer. And, and what's happened previously here with other 
both uh, two of the first three songs. Mm. It's, it's another lead line where people are singing together. Yeah. And um, and then the swan is covering the, the offline. And, yeah, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But it's, it's quite something. The lead guitar, John is coming in on verse one with another lead line. Never had it any. Never had it anyway. Another high soaring guitar line. Mm. I've written eagle. Yes, and you're right. This song soars like an eagle. Oh, it does. I mean, when when it gets to the powerful places, fifty second. What I love. Fifty seconds sound like a some kind of rapper there. Fifty second. Mm. Fifty cent. Flea pauses the rolling line just as a prelude to the next verse. Just stops it. Yeah, he's been doing it from the very beginning. Yeah, he knows. He's, uh, mate. It's just nuance. Is it, it perfection? Is it perfection yes. within nuance? I yeah, think it is. It is perfection. Um, it is. It is. And the swan sings like we've never heard him before. Oh, he sounds great. Isolate the swan here, and you are. You will hear the the swan sing like he's never sung before. And I don't think he's ever sung this well since either. And it's very difficult to say. I I I have. Mimicked the swan for yeah. a living. Right, yeah, but it wasn't for your well, living. It wasn't for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was for pin money. It, it was for pub money. Yes, yes. But singing this song like the swan does is very difficult because he is right at the top of his his uh, his range. Yeah. But he pulls it off exquisitely well. He does. And that that is very difficult. It's very difficult to place yourself at the very top but do it extremely well. Well, as you said, he's at the top of his range, but he, as you said earlier, he only has to do it once every four years, so... Well, that's very yeah. true. That's very true. But he's also doing it accompanied by John and together... Well, that's V2. That's verse two. Yeah. Finish that sentence, I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, I just... Together, what they say. Uh, yeah, I, I just feel like everything they do together here is really carried by John. And John carries it through, and at times he takes the lead as well, and that's fantastic to hear if you're a big fan of John Frusciante, which of course we all are. Um, I love the sound of his voice. I love, and I love the way they sound together. But I also love the way when John comes through, and then the Swan takes the lead. I just feel like they they really mix it up here so tremendously well. It just sounds. It's just. It's vocal harmony at its very finest. Between the two of them, I don't think you'll find anything better. What's great here, and I agree with you, is on verse two, John comes in, he's the octave up on the swan. Yeah. And so you've got... And it's just easy builds. Mm. You've got the swan taking the first verse on the on the low level. Yeah. You've got John bringing it up with the octave on the second level. And then you're going to get to, inevitably, the first chorus of the song. And the chorus of this song is one of the most beautiful things that this band has ever created I don't think there had ever been an occasion 
on record where John had been given that kind of lead responsibility? I think there there, there had been in the past. I think. Um, well, now you're going to have to name it, so that's a big one. Okay, I will. I think possibly on. Knock me down. No, I mean, for jo- for for the Swan and John to to sing like this, and and for John to shine through, and for the Swan to kind of back him up, but then for the Swan to be lead and John to be back, and I just I just feel like this was a real sea change in in the way that they performed together, uh, I, and it's and it it was right. so good that it brought in you know someone I knew who was who was necessary not necessarily a naysayer. But wasn't a fan of the Chili's. But this song grabbed them, and, and in a way that had, they had never grabbed someone who previously not been a big fan. I just feel that like this song was so powerful for that reason, mate. I agree. It's the chorus, me. Yeah, it's when yeah, they go, yeah, they go. It's just John is covering both the um, the lead line and the harmony. Yeah. And this is the offline stuff I was talking about again. It's a, earlier on, talking about the song. John is singing both of those lines, Way Up on the Mountain. Yeah. Um, he's doing the harmonies. And then Swan is covering off the offline. Yeah, yeah. And then John is singing again for the main line. And then the Swan is single, single singing the offline. And it's going to happen... Does it happen on Don't Forget Me? No, I don't think it does. That's the third time out of five songs, uh, four songs so far it's happened. Yeah. So it's a real they've, pattern. They found this, uh, this, this particular way of working. Yeah, it sounds great when we sing so together, and then the swan sings, sings those other bits. Yeah. But here's John singing low and then rising, and on the harmonies, oh, it's, listen to those two things. Try to split them apart as you mm. listen to that line. But that's the great thing about it for me is when you, when those vocals hit together, you can't separate them. And yet when they do separate, they sound fantastic. Well, like the bit where um, on the word hide, yeah. where John goes from the low part. Yeah. Um, well, the backing vocals, because it's all John here. Of course, yeah. To, to hide. Yeah. And he goes from the, the low and he goes an octave up. Yeah. And he covers himself. It's... And the, the Swan does great. He does. This is this is pure John Frusciante. Yes, it's um, it's quite exquisite, really. Yeah, yeah, quite exquisite. Is it? Yes, it is. It is, and um, you know, I can remember hearing this back in two thousand and two. You know, we're talking now with eighteen years later, but listening to this at the time. It's I, a master- I was staggered. It's a, ma- was, it's a masterful, I was simply staggered. It's a masterful piece of music, this chorus. I, I love the song, but the best bit about it is the chorus, and mm. it is uh, it's a hell of a thing. Chad brings in the shaker. The myth. The myth. Where are you, the myth? God bless you, the myth. And there's big exclamation points here with um, the myth. He's bringing in, because everything is led into on the chorus by big hits on... Boom, yes. Boom. So snare hits or um, big flaws. like life. There's a big yeah. um, there's a big epic like epic point of exclamation point I've put on the toms on the word hide. I mean, we thing. know a lot more it's about drumming now than we ever did because of well, uh, thanks to our man in the northeast. Yeah, he's uh, he's still flying the flag up there. I was is. up there recently. Well, you've been since we last recorded. You've been up there. You've been to Scotland. Christ, I've been all all over the place. Newcastle, Scotland, Scotland, Scottish. I was up at Loch Ness, and may I just take a moment to 
absolutely emphasise how beautiful Scotland is. It's an incredible place. I'd never been there before. Never and I'll tell you this, I will be returning. Will you? It, oh, mate, have you ever been there? What, Scotland? Yes. No. It's fucking incredible. Wowzers, that's, yeah, that's I know. powerful language. The, the Scottish Choice Board won't be able to use that. No, no I don't care who uses this. Scotland is incredibly beautiful. Go there if you haven't, and if you have, go there again. And if you live there? Leave. <laughs> or enjoy it. Yeah, or become no, an ambassador. Have a good time. Do some 3D designing It's press. incredible. I Thank you, Dan Boyd, for the 3D designing. It, my, I was there Thank with... Dan Thank you, Dan Boyd. I was there with someone who said this. Fucking heathen. People who've, who make a big deal out of the Lake District have never been to Scotland. Mm. Scotland. And I'll I say think that, that means a lot. I and will. then they said, people who make a big deal out of Switzerland have never been to Scotland. They've never had a Swiss Army knife. They've never no, been they've up in the never eaten a or No. They've never been involved in World War II, for, or not. for certain. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is Scotland is very Scotland's nice. good, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we got that. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, mate, we were there for uh, 10 days. You're still going on about it? Staggering. You staggering. Love, love it. it was staggering. Right. I just get that in before I have another sip of this beer. From Australia. I've mm. never been to Australia. Have you been to Australia? I have, yeah. Did you have a Coopers when you were in Australia? No. What did you drink then? You drank that? Uh, VB and just probably, I mean, I was a young man. I was on a budget. Well, I don't know how expensive Coopers is. No, I don't either, but I didn't drink it. Well, there you go. But it's very nice. Right, okay, so we've talked about Dost. Um, we've talked about Yeah, Scotland. I mean, is it, ultimately what Dost is to me is, a, is, an emotional, is an emotionally charged song. And a song that I love to perform with my friends. And to me, I do want to talk about the guitar work in the chorus. Please do. Okay. It's it's lovely pushed. It's again, it's the high broken chords. We talked about that in um, This Is The Place, mm. where John is playing high broken chords and just pushing the guitar sound slightly. He does a little dropping line at 122. That's the first example of it, where he's, um, he's playing a broken chord, but integrating a dropping line. So he's doing a three note dropping line. It's absolutely brilliant. Go to 122, listen to that. Um, well, it's when I, I just motioned to you when we were listening at, at 313 on that chorus where John plays da 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 but he, oh, he doesn't God. actually play that he just plays da 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 and then leaves a space yeah. and then the, um, the reverb plays the, mm. the note that he doesn't play yeah. Yeah. so he actually goes because the reverb falls da, off the right da, da, yeah. he goes da 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 uh, yes the breakdown yes. comes in yeah. lovely so it all yeah. falls away and then Chad does that lovely build up into the into the last oh coming out of that he does a big build up like uh, starts to squeeze ding, 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 yeah. yeah works very nicely 346 into the last chorus he does a little hop skip and a jump I feel like he's clicking his heels and you'll notice I just did a thing with my arm I was like Dick Van Dyke you did Mary Poppins, yeah. Mary Poppins. hey Mary Poppins <laughs> good thing about uh, um, doing a Duke Van Dyke impression is you don't have to sound like a cockney if only we were better at impressions oh god I mean obviously I can do Arnie if I, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well I can do a Scottish person yeah. I can certainly do Sean Connery but can you do Duke Van Dyke yeah eat me puffins oh no, that's terrible that's not even close I mean I don't even know where to start well start with I would say yeah um, list, watch the film fine I've I've never seen Mary Poppins. I have. Okay, we'll go for it. 
Oh, Mary Poppins. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. For good impressions, um, go to YouTube channel Valverde Broadcasting. I'm, just, I'm shouting something at him, mate. Yeah, I'm just saying. Go to Valverde Broadcasting. What, better? He's better than that, is he? He's better than that. There is, um, it's uh, Richard Jackson, Duncan Casey, great YouTube <laughs> reviews. Duncan Casey's a great impressionist. I very much doubt he could do an hourly like mine. Well, all right. Well, let's... No, we've done this before. Come on. I don't reckon I do You don't have to do it, but I'll do just right, do well, one. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm not letting you do an Arnie without me doing an Arnie. All right. You do yours. No, you do yours. We all know mine is okay, well, fantastic. I mean, I'm so confident about mine. I haven't even practiced this. Give me your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Give me your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Oh, mate. I mean, you know. Try again. That was weak. (laughs) You say again. You say... I mean, we've done this before. Let's do it again. Yeah. Do you want me to do... um, I know now why you cry. (laughs) That's what we did last time. Okay. 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 I know. My voice is not prepared for this. I'm I'm naturally higher... I mean, you can tell that we don't necessarily... Do this all the time. No. No, no. Okay, I'm going in. I'm going in. I know now why you cry. Oh, God, I blew it. I blew it. It's terrible. I've absolutely blown it. Genuine shit. Fuck. All I've got to do is do a passable one, then it'll be a a This could be a winner. I know now why you cry. Okay, Uh, okay, it's a tie break. What are we going to say? What else does he say? He says lots of shit. Um, we'll go back oh, to said, give no, me. He says, "Come with me from today." Oh yeah, of course. Oh god. Okay. Do you want? Oh, god, who goes is, first? You go first. This is just like the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> but we do enjoy doing this, and this is why we do it. So, okay, hang on. <laughs> oh, he's 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 practicing off mic. I'll be back. Oh god. What were we saying? Come with me if you want to live. Come with me if you want to live. Oh, he's just delivered it. That was nice. awesome. Okay. <coughs> oh, he's nah. Come with me if you want to live. Oh, I'll tell you what. Ooh. I'll give it to you. Yes! Yeah, well done. Yes! Well done. Get in there. Well done. Anyway, Dose by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Great tune. And uh, for more Arnie impressions, tune into the next episode of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. No. Our new podcast... Oh. <laughs> Arnie uh, Universally Arnie <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure I'll show you a podcast yeah. Universally speaking <laughs> Oh, brilliantly Brilliantly done from Canada Universally speaking we'll Come with me back. if you want to live Oh, together Come, Come with me if you want to live Coming out of. Oh, I can, are you cold or did you enjoy it? Mate. 
Coming out of Don't Forget Me. Tell me about it, Tony. That is my favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers song ever. Really? Yes. Are you saying that because you just listened to it? No, right? I'm saying that because that's, that's the truth. Really? Yes. That's a re- revelation to me. I did not know that. Yes, I absolutely adore that song. It's It it's mesmerises me. Great, great, great word to describe that song. Mm. Why is it mesmerising? When we used to sing it in, in the band, mm-hmm. I used to not only sing it, but I used to find myself absolutely transfixed and moved to another place, another time. It just shifted me. It's incredibly powerful. I love it. Transcending almost. Yes, you could you could say that. It's mesmerising, I think. Uh, it's flipping. It's flipping great. Mate, it I know, starts I with know. power from Flea. Look, you're not going to get no, any mate. arguments from me here about this tune. Oh, it's God. phenomenally good. Mesmerising, I think, because as we went outside, between tunes, we went outside. It's very dark now here in England. It's very rainy. It's, it's miserable. I, I'm now back on, I'm afraid, on the Fosters, the mm. inferior Australian lager. Good day. Not good day, mate. I'm not going to advertise Fosters. I only advertise um, Coopers. Mm, of course. I won't even speak in Australian accent about Fosters. Coopers? Yeah, I'm oh, happy. Good day, mate, Coopers. Um... <laughs> But Cakey, Callie, Californication said this song is all about what Flea's doing. And you said immediately, you said mesmerising, and it is. It's just the constant turnaround. That's the mes. Yes, Flea mesmerises with his bass. Hmm. He's just playing, essentially, a, a half a power chord. He's playing a root, and he's playing the fifth. Mm. And he's just playing four chords, essentially, all the way through it. Yeah, yeah. With fills at the... Leading in out of the um, into the choruses, yeah, and that's pretty much it. And he does play other fills throughout the song. And of course, there is the famous thing that John played one of the fills that Flea couldn't get his head around, and that so Flea felt disrespected. So one one of those turnaround fills is John, mm-hmm. but we yeah. know, we know not what. But but Flea's line is mesmerising, and what yes. I love about it is at the end of the song, it doesn't stop. On, no, the, no. on the resolution note, it stops halfway through the riff, and so it leaves you wanting more. Mm. Like, if you will, someone who who has a dependency on needing more of something. Exactly. And I think a lot of this talks about that kind of dependency. Yeah, the 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 lyrical imagery, of course, is oh, just fantastic. Right. It's and the Swans' delivery is incredible. This is this is. Lyrical perfection, it's delivery perfection. This yeah. is this is musical perfection. Yeah. You said it's your favourite Chili song. You just claimed, didn't you? Yeah, it's I, certainly I, very high up for me. I just think that's true, and I just remember performing it and coming out of the other side of it and not knowing where I what, really where, was. Yeah, what happened during it? Yeah, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Well, you watch your live performances. It's one of the songs that so that they get into so much. Yeah, and um, uh, they all do as well. That's yeah. the beauty of it. It's not just like one one of them or it's all of them together. This what what is, would you say your your four fundamental parts of uh, of the chilies were? <laughs> Man, I mean, if I had to break it down, Dude. if I absolutely had to, I would break it down like this and I mean this is going to be 
Probably. Surprise me. Yeah, I probably will. Uh, number one, you, you've got to look at Chad on the drums. You have to. And this, you've dr- simply this drum work is huge because he's just playing those repeating roles again. And again, like I've said... He's so first, powerful. Yeah, like I said for the first four songs, yes. a lot of times, yeah. he's just doing simple stuff really, really well. And yeah. again, it's here again. Yeah. Flea is doing simple stuff really, really uh, well. Mate, Chad on the drums. Go on. That's, <laughs> that's the basis here. Then, you've, of course, you've got Flea on the bass. Go on. You've you've got to count him in there. Well, like you? I say, you've just got to. And then I think if you've got those two, where else are you going to go? Oh, who's doing the singing? Is well, it, who's doing the lead singing? Well, you, you you know, the Swan. The Swan is incredible here. Antoine the Swan. It's just unbelievable stuff. Like you say, imagery. This is the best ever imagery from the Swan. I think people. I'm the blood stain on your shirt sleeve. Coming down. Etc. <laughs> <laughs> and more are coming to believe. But and who who plays the guitar quickly? John. <laughs> but no, I mean we joke, don't we? Of course, but we do. We the, jest. The point here is that this is the Swan at his fight. This has got to be a, a high point for this. Yes, it is. Look at me. Be, look at me nodding my to head. To be. Well, it is. I am beside myself here. I can see you're really getting yourself worked up into a state of ecstasy. I've like, gone bold. You had a full head of hair for this podcast. I know. You've drunk all those Coopers. I know. And now you're back but, on the brew dog. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I came into. Uh, Pre, by the way, as a big fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and in particular, a big fan of the Swan. I was like a proto Swan, wasn't well, I? Like, yeah, as you we know. said, you've got you a Swan esque tattoo. Yeah, that's that. He was my he was my hero, and mm. and obviously out of out of this, out of by the way, by the way, just predated my obsession with John. So at this time, I was still Swan. I was still a big a, a big Swan man. You're yeah. a big Swan pre John. Yeah. But and 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 here, go on, buddy. For go me, on, buddy. Go on, brother. No, but it's 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 deeply emotive for me because I just I, I find everything that Swan does here not only deeply emotional because of what it means to him and what it means to everybody in the band. You know, they've all been through it. They've all been through his addictions. They've all been through his. Chad. Yeah. Well, no, but no, but they've all lived with it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, you no, know, I understand that. Yeah, the power of these lyrics are just, and the power of his delivery for me is just incredible. And when you combine that with with what Flea is doing, you know, like we're saying that Flea is just driving it through, making it happen. Is this a metaphor for the history of the band? It could be. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm a meth lab first rehab. Take it all off and step inside the running cab. There's a love that knows the way. The next verse on that first line is I'm an inbred and a pothead. Two legs that you spread inside a tool shed. Now we know it all for sure. These are just great lyrics. He talks about oceans. I'm the rainbow in your jail cell. I'm the rainbow in your jail cell. All the memories of everything you've ever smelled. I could show you to the free field. Overcome and more will always be revealed. Mate, I love these lyrics. Oh, ben, Ben. It is. This is the reason why, you know, we're doing this. 
we fell in love with with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We fell in love with every single member. We fell in love with what they stand for and what they can produce. But for me, this is a high point. This is this is the high watermark. I love this song. I love it. Chorus one: an explosion of noise. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to go a little bit earlier there. It's a juxtaposition here from John. Remember back on um, This Is The Place mm. where he was playing... We've got to talk about the guitar in this song, surely. We've got GTPs. to. Here's a couple yeah. of GTPs. Yes, yes. Come okay. on, talk, back to, me. In, talk um, to me. Back in uh, back in the early days of this podcast. Talk to me. Talk to me from to live. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like... I always like being an, like an Italian. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like a mafia member. Oh, go on then. Talk to me. That's crazy, you don't sound Italian at all. <laughs> Back on um, This Is The Place, we talk, I was talking about how John was playing in a low, palm-muted, low E note. It, yes, was, it was tuned yeah. down to D, admittedly. Yeah, yeah. On this tune, the first thing that comes in for John, and it fades in subtly, mm. is that delayed... Just bring it in. That, I can see what your wrist is doing. Yeah, no, it's not what you think I'm doing. No, no, exactly. What I'm actually doing is I'm palm-muting the, the high E string, the yeah. open high E string yeah. guitar, yeah. on a delayed function, as John Frusciante did for this song. And it just builds there. And then we well, know we get the verses doing that. Yes, the bit, I think the build is the key feature here. Well, then it releases. What he's doing with that build by palm muting the open high E string is then releasing then after the first verse into the trilling section, the tapping section. Mm. That then, we see him do it live. He can, he, he'll tap away. He'll do a hanging hand. It's lovely. Jesus. Well, the Jesus pose, as we call that. Yeah. But there's, there's, what's great about the song is there is release there's control and release. Mm. Yes. It starts off so yes. slowly. Yes. Yes. And John is holding it all back, even mm. with those staccato notes that he plays. Again, like it on By The Way, when he's, like I said he was playing something on the B string on the 13th fret. Mm. Here he's playing an open string on the E, but he's still sometimes going bam, 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 into the next verse. Yes, yes. It's, it's just genius guitar playing. It's extremely clever. And again, like I said, it's not even that fucking difficult. No, it's not, but the point is... It's so effective. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and when when you combine it, not only with that, but with major players, Flea and Chadwick. Let's not forget what Chad's doing here, because Chad is providing a major backbeat here. Oh, well, it, and the backbeat is huge. Yes, it, it is. And that's what keeps... That's why the bass remains interesting. Because yes. he's got something backing them up with. Yes. And yes. then John and the Swan are allowed yes. to do what they're doing over yes. the top. Yes. Verse two, John comes straight in with that open high E. Again. Oh, we got the first chorus. Well, let's get the first chorus. An explosion of noise. I got there earlier on, but I backtracked. The bass kicks in. So, as we know, Flea's doing the same thing all the time. But he stamps on the overdrive pedal. John is then tremolo picking. Mm. He's doing double stops on the on the high E and B and the B string. So he's going from like fifth fret up to seventeenth fret, but playing mega, tremolo picking GTP. Mate, that guy's going at it. Tremolo picking is where you play it as fast and consistently and rhythmically as possible. Yeah, and it's a really weird thing to do to try to make a really heavy point because he's playing the high, two highest possible strings. Yeah, but he knows that flea. And Chad are covering the low end. Yes. So he knows he can get away with it. Yes. It's 
it's quite an amazing choice. It's incredible. It's incredible. And what else have you got here? You've got the swan going big. You've got the... Because Chad opens up with the crash here. Oh, on the chorus. And Flea always does that nice fill. He's coming in with those fills out of the chorus, halfway chorus points, and back into the verses. And then it all dies back down again. And you've got that first interlude solo, I'll call it, where it's not that single note solo that comes later. But what John's doing here is still tremolo picking, mm. double, sometimes double stops, but sometimes single notes. Again, tremolo picking is playing a note as fast as he possibly can. He's got the delay on it, so that's kicking back. He's got a double, a double delay, I think, on it. So if you played a note once, then it, it feeds back twice. And it just sounds so big. Well, I think that's, that's what gives it the atmospheric feel. And this is the, you, the, you're absolutely right. This is what shines through for me as the atmospheric. You know, this song is four minute, four and a half max. Let's say 4.31. If we have to, you know, be specific. Oh, 4.29. But, you know, there are songs, there are popular songs which are much longer, which build that kind of atmospheric feel. This does it in four and a half minutes. Yeah. It grabs you instantly. It takes you on a ride. And it finishes in not much longer than a popular, you know, a pop song. The great thing is, I, I would say that most popular songs are now a lot shorter than that. But the great thing is, this song has the build, the climax, and then the relax. Don't say climax. Okay. This has the build, the... Something else. Yeah. The, the high point. Yeah. Summit. The summit. Okay, well, let's consider it a mountain then. Let's oh, consider it Mount Snowden. Please don't say summit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's consider it a. Uh, let's consider it a, a, a molehill. Please don't say molehill. <laughs> okay, but basically, on this song, you start slowly. Yes. Oh, please don't say slowly. <laughs> oh God! You start with not much pace. Yes. You then get to. Let's talk about it as the peak. Yes. And then you go back down to the. Um, Yes. The bottom end of the molehill. Oh, yeah. Please don't, don't say bottom end. end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly don't say bottom end. But it does take you on a journey. I, I do, under, despite my my uh, vocal blocking, mm. I do understand what you're saying. Yes, blocker. Yeah. Well, what did the swan say in uh, Rain Dance Maggie? Cock blocking is not allowed. Oh, yeah, well, I would, yes. Mm. Yeah. Vocal well, blocking. I'm saying vocal blocking vocal is not allowed. Vocal blocking is not allowed. Classic. And see, this is why... See, we can just bring these two references up willy-nilly. Please don't say willy-nilly. <laughs> well, don't say willy. Yeah. You can say nilly. I said cock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Please don't say block. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, willy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what a fucking tune. Oh, mate, I mean, you know, this is what we're doing it for, isn't it? Being able to listen to... Don't forget me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be waiting thirty six episodes to talk yeah, about this, this, this kind of stuff. Don't forget me. Uh, I've said it. It's it's what it is. My favourite song. I love it. I like. I, it. I do. I do. Oh, I, sorry. I like it a lot. Yeah, exactly. He says it in the dumb and dumber style. I'm sorry that I interrupted that. Oh no, don't worry. It's fine. But I don't think it is your favourite. I desperately song. want to make love to a schoolboy. No, you don't. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me there's a chance? Yeah. I mean, uh, that is I mean, dumb and this is all dumb and dumb. That, that's all, all dumb, dumb and dumb yeah. uh, from yeah, the film yeah. Dumb and Dumb. Yeah. Uh, before you know, we get done. 
Yeah. That's the last <laughs> anyway. thing we want. Yeah. But don't forget me. What 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 a tune. Of course. Um, let's talk about the solo, the, the actual guitar. Oh, mate. Because he takes a delay off. And, yes. and this is what I love about Frusciante. And here we go about what I love again. While we both have a mouthful of non-Coopers, I'm back on the Fosters, so Australian still. Well, I'll feel if you're going to have a swig. No, I'm going to talk about the flavour of the Fosters. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to do one of my legendary felt. Okay, well, let me just say, there's no flavours of Fosters as compared to the Coopers. There's no sediment. Okay, and you... you, Right, go for a swig. The Red Hot Chili Peppers formed in 1983... And during I'm that back. time, uh, he's back. Thank you. The solo. So what is happening here is John is playing a repeating line, right? While Flea is playing the chord changes, and it's absolutely brilliant. Delay off, wire on, amazing. Single sonnet repeated line. The mellotron comes on. There is, if you listen to um, the record, there's even R's doubling the guitar line. The doubling Mate. R's. This is, it's like um, the solo on ding, 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 Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Oh, yes. Where it's just, uh, again, it's a repeating line where Flea changes the bass line. Yeah. And we've said that, actually, on the live versions. Well, we did, but... <laughs> but he was saying on the record version. But it strikes, you know, it strikes such a chord, and it must be the simplicity of it. Well, it is. Combined with... Everything else that that's happened previously and while the solo is going on, it's incredible stuff. That's why I like it, mate. Then the tune basically ends. I yes, love, I love the fact it doesn't doesn't just go. No, the fact it doesn't feel the need to build again. It just dies off. Bless you. It well, just of dies off. Yeah, it just. <sighs> It starts as it finished. It finishes as it's it a started. Loop. It's a it's a cyclical loop. No one makes a loop around me. And there we go. Into the handles then. Here We're we ready go. to do shameless self-promotion. Yes. I'm sure you'll agree. If you would like to contact the podcast or become an ambassador, that program is still open. Badges sent across the world. We just need your name, address, bank card details. Yes. Well, they said, didn't they, if you try to open a worldwide ambassadorial program, you will not succeed. But we did. We did and we have. And we have members all over the world. We've done it. We continue to do it. If you want to become an ambassador, please send us your address. You will send you a badge. We want you on board. Email in. Well, go to bentownsendmusic.net. That's the website where we host this nonsense. It is. Um, Email into bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. You shall contact me and you can have a badge sent out. You'll even get a compliment slip. It's very, very, very worthwhile. It's generous. It, it's not it's just generous. generous. It's it's exuberant. Got lots of badges to send out. And remember, I also have 32 websites. Oh, of course. If you'd like to go to Sam's BJ website, then do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, 
Do 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 that. Yeah. Yes. What's that website again? If you'd like to uh, go, soundtownsandmusic at bj dot com. That's a lie. Um, if you'd like to contact me on this particular uh, on Reddit, it's universally rhcp odd sam. That was you. That's me. Um, I'm unispeak hyphen rhcp podcast. More likely on Twitter. Most likely at universally rhcp for me, Sam. At Stack Townsend. I become increasingly dominant on Instagram. Uh, it's universally speaking RHCP underscore pod, where we will post pictures of us drinking the Coopers. I'll wear a box on my head. And all... I will wear a cap in my mouth. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, we need to take a different picture in that case, because that picture we took, you weren't wearing a cap in your mouth, were you? I was, yeah. Were you? Yeah. Oh, a cap. A bottle cap. <laughs> yes. right. not, not a head cap. No, a cap in my mouth. Okay, he, you were indeed wearing a cap in your mouth. So we should say, <laughs> while two English people become confused about the meaning of the word cap, we will simply say, Samuel, would you like to? Good night and God bless. Good night and good luck. Make the hair stand up in your